are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Simon Kamar and your host, Matt Floyd. All right. Welcome back, everyone. We are the J-R-E-E, the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. And as usual, we are here to discuss uh, the comings and goings on the Joe Rogan Experience this week. Uh, I am Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Salam Salaikum. And Simon. Hello. No, you were supposed to say Salaikum Salam. No, he's, he doesn't. We talked about the Shalom. <laughs> Shalom. There we go. Uh, yeah. Kamar, how's your week? Oh, it was a long week because um, do you guys go bowling on Wednesday? Of course we did. Oh, well, you guys were bowling. I ate uh, chips, uh, baby bell, and beer. And then at like three in the morning, I sort of thought I had to take a shit. So I went to take a shit and nothing came out. So I went back in my bed. And the second I laid down, I just started shitting my pants. Like so you going, literally shit the bed? Going for a part, going for a fart. While I was lying on my stomach, thank God, I just came up. And I freaked out. <laughs> I thought he was going to tell us about like eating shit on stage. No, I wish. I wish. That'd be so much easier. What, was, was a, what a solid yeah. intro. It was fucking horrible, man. Excellent. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, Simon, it couldn't have been worse than Kamar. I got nothing compared to that, yeah. man. You didn't shit yourself this no, week, literally? No, it was just self-reflection. True story. Oh, awesome. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. Good, uh, good Rogan week. Great Rogan week. Simon? Well, I'm glad you were so excited about Adam Greentree. That makes me happy. Wow, what a piece of shit you are. Just throwing me under the bus right away. Oh, you meant that I was actually excited after the yeah, fact. Yeah, man. Oh, I still I don't know if were... that's sarcastic or not. No, yeah, see, it felt sarcastic, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course that, it did. That yeah. just makes me feel like I'm not as good a person as I thought it was. But no, it was not sarcasm. All right, so let's start with the usual. What do you rate the week out of five, Jamie's? Oh, we're not going to do any housekeeping. We'll do housekeeping after we rate the week. Why? What housekeeping do we have to do? Uh, I just wanted to uh, apologize to Simon. Oh, you know what? Don't bother. <laughs> because I think I attacked you, and I know my motive was just to antagonize. When was this? And I think our show's better than that, oh, and okay. we don't need to do that. Just last week in the show. I have a good. I guess I have a little good piece of housekeeping. Kamar, Kamar praised me for my mimicking, which is a very weird way of saying impersonations, and then not three minutes later, I followed up with the hands down the worst Mike Tyson impersonation anyone's ever heard. So. Well, yeah, because I put you up there. Yeah, because I, yeah, I had to take myself <laughs> Too much down. expectation. Yeah. Uh, so what do you give the week, Kamar, out of five Jamies? Uh, I give it four Jamies. Four Jamies. Okay. Simon? I'm going to go with four Jamies. Yeah, okay. I'll, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to match that, unfortunately. Big fat agreement across the board. It had everything going for it. People hate those agreements. Well, I just, Tyson was good. Green Tree was far better than I thought it would be. I thought you were spot on on your prediction of what Mike Tyson would be. Yeah, what yeah, did I say? I, I, you just like, he's just going to be there, and they won't ask him questions about any of the assault stuff. And Yeah, yeah, I knew that was, yeah. <laughs> I still, though, will say I enjoyed Mike Tyson more than I thought I would. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I just enjoyed Mike Tyson because it was is Rogan and Tyson and yeah. Listen, Theo Vaughn is always one of my favorites. Even though that episode, I felt kind of got off the rails a little bit. A lot. Yeah, we'll get lot. to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, Green Tree was better than I thought. Mike Baker, whatever. I'm on the fence. I'm That's sure really interesting. It. Yeah, we got to talk about that too. Yeah, but uh, in general, I thought it was a good week. So four, I think, is yeah across the board. We give it four, Jamie's. Um, Simon, do you have any housekeeping you want to take care of or anything? No, no, I'm okay. good. Excellent. Excellent. Kamar, you still think the moon landing's fake? Yep. 
Excellent. Okay, we're all we're all on the same page. So we'll start it off with uh, number twelve twenty four, Adam Greentree. Well, he just gets it right off the bat. Wow, this is going to be a good week. Let's do this. Oi! Oh, he wrote it down. Oi, he wrote Jesus down, mate. Christ. Well, he's going on the whiteboard. That ruins the game. No, man, that's what the board's for. We said we were going to use it. I using it. You should have just not told me and gone with the fact that you were going to guess everyone right this week. Yeah, you, you should have pointed to him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he's Trust me, I wouldn't have looked at the board. I was, I was more like pointing it out. Like there's a board two feet away from you. Where it's prodigy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's move prodigy. on. Okay. Twelve twenty-four. So, Adam Greentree. <laughs> Yeah, I I just had assumed. So I'll say this at first. I think that Joe, like the MMA ones, should just have hunting podcasts. Agreed. Like, I think you should have hunting podcast number one and then just go from there. Absolutely. Like, I don't understand why he has to differentiate the MMA ones. It seems like a very niche. Would you, would you agree I, with me? I, I think he's preaching to the choir when they delve into... Uh conservation keep the populations down like car accident like like i i i don't i don't think anyone who's listening to joe rogan is Anti being swayed that. yeah so and, and they I, talk about it a lot I, well i think that's the purpose of talking about. they're trying to raise awareness but i think sure. everyone on rogan is aware so all that conversation i just constantly always check out of i mean i disagree i think there are a lot of people we've talked about this that listen to rogan that hate it that mm-hmm. listen to it just so their blood boils just to be like fucking white men or and they dress up like a bear and <laughs> go out in the woods and get shot and scream <laughs> it's a crime. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I shot on Green Tree at the end of the last episode because I just, the hunting ones don't really do it for me. I'm, you know, like some of them are interesting, but uh, I don't know. He's but an thought, Aussie. He's an Aussie. Oh, that's it. I think his accent really did it for me. After a while, it gets a little old, doesn't it, though? Nope. Sorry, Australia. You know what it's about. No, not for me. <laughs> out of all the hunting guys, though, he's the best of them. He has the most interesting. He's not Steve Rinella, who's like constantly preaching conservation. You know? Plus, he has a gun, doesn't Steve? Sorry? Doesn't he use a gun? I, I think uh, Green Tree only. Yeah, but that's also because Australia is but Australia's super anti-gun. Well, so and he, very he carries around a gun because protection. he has that whole story about how he took out the gun to try and shoot the bear, but, but uh, the gun had the wrong bullets. Yeah, it was jammed or something. Or something. I guess I was other. saying because... It wouldn't he, have fired. Only hunts with the bow. He's coo- the coolest of the hunters. I would just say he's more animated. He's a he seems like a like a jo- more jovial person than the rest of the hunters. You know what I mean? He uses cunt. The liberally the best. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's my favorite thing about Australia. He's a polite young guy. Is, is their use of the word cunt? It's my absolute. He is favorite. very polite. He was very polite with Jamie. Yeah, he's a good cunt. He says please and thank you when he asked Jamie to look something up. But Joe spent all week talking about how when they mentioned the Toyota Tundra, that's all that came up on Adam Greentree's phone. He mentioned it in every podcast. Theo Vaughn, Mike Baker. He even mentioned it to Mike Tyson, who was like, I don't even know what a Toyota Tundra is. (laughs) (laughs) It was fucking unreal. (laughs) That impression was much better. Have you been working that on that all week? We'll we'll get to it. Trust me. (laughs) I'm I'm hoping to redeem myself fucking large this week. (laughs) Just give me like an hour and a half. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's nothing, you know, I think the problem with this podcast too, is that because Joe regurgitates so many of his stories that when he comes on, it's almost like he has nothing to say or nothing to tell, you know, like, like Joe told that story about the bear and the gun jamming. Like I've heard that 15 times. I think I stopped listening to Hunter guys. I did. I pretty much did too. Well, until, until we started doing yeah, this, until we started doing this podcast and it was kind of like a job. In in the back of my head, though, I'm like, uh, 
Joe does this because he's like, I give you guys what you want, and now you're going to listen to what I want. Just, yeah, yeah. Just it's, a little bit. You he know? likes having the guys over and does it. Yeah. Just like having a red band and, over. And I think that's why he doesn't make it a hunting one because then he knows that just most people will tune out. This way he gets the ears he's looking for. I disagree. Was that the though, point you I, were making already? No, Kamar? that, that no? was that was more succinct. Okay. Yeah. No, but I think Kamar also agreed with me that he would prefer it if they were just hunting. Kamar episodes. would like no, it. I would way, prefer it. I don't he know. hates if, the hunting. But my point is even in the little description it says hunter like first thing so you're not really you're not dissuading anyone by saying it's a hunting episode. I don't That's think all I, I'm saying. I don't think I would have listened to this episode if we weren't doing this. How about that? I I skip over it. I agree, but I I will say this, I'm actually glad and this is kind of the beauty is like I'm sure I've skipped over ones that I should have listened to that I would have enjoyed but I skipped solely on like the description or what the person did or again like hunters, you know what I mean? Like well, that's what we're here for, man. Yeah, we're here to tell you. Listen, <laughs> listen, Green Tree was better than, even if you're not into hunting, I would suggest Green Tree. It was even better than Shane Dorian. Unless you're Australian, because then the accent would be lost on you. Shane Dorian. <laughs> Shane Dorian is like the surfing version of this guy. Adam Green Tree's first Rogan was better than Shane Dorian's. This was way better than Shane Dorian. <laughs> I disagree. Well, we'll see. It doesn't even play anymore. People are probably like, what the fuck are they talking about? No, it's true. We should play Shane Dorian's episode in honor once a year, just so everybody Terrible. gets it. I can nope. get behind that. All right, man, I'm in. <laughs> it just allows you to upvote it, see what the people say. Yeah. Um, Joshua Tree is bigger than Long Island. I had no idea. Uh, me neither. Joshua but I, Tree is huge. I just think of you too when I hear Joshua Long Island, Tree. Long Island isn't that big. Well, okay. You're talking about a national Long park. Long Island is tiny. <laughs> well, no, I just mean you're... You're surprised that a national park is larger than Oh, you think it's so New small? York. I'm just curious. I thought Long Island was a state. Am I being really stupid here? Yeah, yeah, did you notice there. the pause? The long, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Was, you guys both paused, but yeah. nobody said anything. I think it's Long Island, New York. I don't think it's Long Island, Long Island. Yeah, Long Island is definitely not a state. Not a state. Rhode Island I don't know. is a state. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. There we go. Yeah. It's the smallest state in the yeah. Union. Joshua Tree is bigger than Rhode Island. Okay, so. Everything is bigger than Rhode Island. Anyways, <laughs> either way. Joshua Tree is bigger than Rhode Island? 100%. Okay. I don't know. I, I've Simon, never been like, to either. Think about how big Yosemite National Park is. It's mm-hmm. it's arguably bigger than a few states, I would say. Well, it's definitely bigger than Rhode Island. Listen, I didn't even know Long Island was in the state, so I don't yeah, know how big Yosemite is in comparison. Long Island is outside of New York. It's uh, like if you go past Queens, you end up in Long Island. I think that's where the Hamptons is. I, this is pathetic because I lived in New York City, mm-hmm. but that's how big New York is. And now that the uh, government shutdown is in effect and there are no people, uh, no um, park rangers or anything. park rangers. Thank you. They're going in there and cutting down the Joshua trees. Just smash. Yeah, it's a fucking shit. Just for man. nothing. Just that's when I saw those can. pictures like that. It's yeah, that's up. horrible, man. You got to think, though, in a way that's a setup in itself because it's like it. it it's like showing we need park rangers for at least something. So you, know you think I mean? the government went in there and no, I'm not busted that, up the trees? Listen, I'm not going to start some conspiracy theory. I'm just saying. Because I was going to say you should get together with Moon Boy over here. and um, I'm just asking you, do you not find it odd that some random person would just feel the need to go into Joshua Tree and start cutting down? No, I, I think that I, I, those are dicks. maybe the rangers were keeping everything at bay, you know? But they yeah, were just like people zombies would do at that. the door. People would do that. That's what's fucked me up, man. The type of people that would just go, oh, no one's here. Let's fucking trash the joint. And it's yeah, but like it, the most beautiful place on the planet. But it goes back to that libertarian argument because you always hear the libertarians. Like Joe still talks about it all the time. Like, yeah, 
There's stuff that should just be privatized. He talked about it three times this week. There's stuff that should just be privatized. And then he's always like, except for the fire department. The fire department, we all agree, shouldn't be privatized. There's a million things I agree the government should handle. Like we talked about, they privatized fucking prisons. Terrible idea. What, are they going to privatize park rangers? That's going to be an awful idea. There'd be like sponsorship on rocks That's what I'm and saying, stuff. dude, 100%. Yeah. The whole place would look yeah. like Times Square. Dude, that's, the, the yeah. Woods. It'd be like, welcome to the Coca-Cola geyser at Yosemite Park. You know what I mean? Here's like, the Microsoft Valley. <laughs> yeah. I guess Viagra would be a better uh, sponsor for the geyser, wouldn't they? That would be a perfect sponsor. That's what I'm saying. The Viagra yeah, you can't geyser. privatize the parks. Yeah. That was really disheartening that they showed that shit. Yeah, just to hear that there's assholes out there like What would be is. the problem with privatizing the park? What, what would you There'd care be ads if it was everywhere. the Viagra geyser? You like that one. Well, yeah, first of works. all, my problem with privatization is they often go to the lowest bidder who's going to cut the most corners, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what we've... Just sounds bad. I mean, I just think I'd rather see the parks privatized than the prisons. Well, well no, I, we I all pay for the parks, so we all get to use the parks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. The parks is a bad example. I just think there are better things they could privatize than the things they are privatizing. Yeah, and prisons is a horrible example because we know that it it doesn't work. Judges have been bought. Like they, there's been so many examples of judges who have been handing out ludicrous sentences just because they've been bought by corporations or whatever. And it, you know, and it's usually black people that end up taking the brunt of it. Anyway, I don't know how we got on this topic. We were talking about green tree. Oh, conservation. Joshua the Joshua Park. tree, just what happened when, because we, the we government were, shut down. We he wanted ta- to We were talking sh- about trees. Mm-hmm. And politics. Um, they, when they were talking about trees, they, they said something interesting that made me think, um, you know those giant redwoods? I am aware of them. They're like 2,000 years old. Yep. Massive. So that's really easy to say. But when you think about a tree being 2,000 years old, like really take a second and think about that. That tree has stood for 2,000 years. And that's, that's, some, that's just crazy. It, well, no, like if you, it has in Jesus, to if you believe in Jesus, technically that tree could have been there. This is what it I'm, could have been like a sapling when Jesus was on the cross. Oh, there's a way to read in the core of that tree what happened. Of course. The Bible's in there. The Fibonacci sequence. I mean, AI could figure out. There's, what there's some way to tap <laughs> into that tree via magic mushrooms. Well, have you not seen there's a famous yeah. like a, John Lilly? Yeah. I was just telling Matt. Yeah. Uh, Matt didn't that. know who John Lilly was. I don't either. John Lilly is the guy who invented the um, float tank float tank and he wanted to communicate with the dolphins. So he took the acid and he gave the dolphins acid and he was trying to see if he could talk to the dolphins. Did he build Joe Rogan's float tank? No, but that's no. Well, that's how we found out. That guy crash built Joe Rogan's float tank. Really? Yeah. From float labs. Nice. I think that's what it's called. No, but John Lilly was like, uh, he was, a. what was the word I told you? Um, I a remember. cosmonaut? Was that what it was? And Oh, it was something like that. I don't remember. Not cosmonaut, because a cosmonaut is a Russian it, astronaut. It was something not, it was though. Yeah, it was like astronomonaut. Who cares? Fuck, we're never Anyways, he was a, you know, a, a, a tripper guy. He was a psycho is what he was. Yeah, there's a answers in those cheese for sure. A tripper guy. Holy shit, my brain's not working. Well, have you not seen? Yeah, you're clearly using the lines, man. There's a, there's a famous <laughs> photo of someone that chained a bike to a redwood, um, like in like the 40s because it's like a super old looking bike and the tree is just eating the bike up like there's like two pretty much two wheels coming out of the back but you can see that the tree has just grown around the well just the idea it's engulfing it that they yeah. cut through those trees and so you they can, can drive, drive through, through them, them now yeah. is like, they have the answers man those are beautiful but those trees you know 
theoretically, like you were saying, could have been around in the time of the Egyptians. Like, I know it's a totally no. wrong part of the world, but... Uh, no, I agree with you 100%. They hold yeah. the answers. It's Absolutely. also crazy to think, though, then, like, if that California, the whole Redwood Curtain 2,000 years ago was just nothing. Yeah, exactly. And then that led me down this whole other rabbit hole of, like, what the world used to look like. Well, keep in mind, the whole West Coast of North America used to be like plush rainforest. Like we, Canada, we have a we have a claim to fame that we cut a swath of it large enough that you can see it from space. We clear cut enough of BC that you can see it from space. Well, Good on us, Canada. It's not well, that big either. Egypt. Egypt well, used to be um, grassy plains. Right? Yeah, of course, like the it, Hanging Gardens. Iraq, all, the, all yeah, that place all used, that to, be used to be beautiful. Yeah. And then the whole... Um, Pangea, right? Like the continents used to all be together. Yeah. Just thinking about that is crazy. It's crazy. And then they, in this episode too, they talk about finding the Megalodon tooth in Texas. Mm -hmm. So right at some point there was some massive ocean Mm -hmm. in a place where it's dry as shit now. Like it's, it's crazy to think about. And we're worried about global warming. (laughs) It's really, it's really crazy. Well, there's so much happening. Global warming. Well, that's that's some of the global warming's point, right? Is that it's all just cycles and eventually... Kamar, how do you not believe in global warming? I, I totally you, believe in it. I just don't think it's an issue. For our for our non-Canadian friends listening, uh, it was a balmy minus... What was it? Minus Hold on a second. You don't think it's an issue? I think technology will fix it before... Oh, AI will money fix it. Throwing. It doesn't matter. Gotcha. He doesn't think no, we that, landed on the moon, so his sense. opinion is yeah, fucking that's fair. moot. <laughs> that's fair. No, but it's, it, listen, that's a cool religion, whatever pseudo-religion Kamar has going, where the answer to everything is, oh, don't worry, AI is going to fix that. So as long as you have faith in the AI... But then, then you don't have faith in AI, you have faith in be humanity. Okay. It, but I personally feel like in the last 20 years, we're recycling and doing so much more than we did every day before that in humanity. Yeah, but do you also realize that we actually, they, dude, they've done studies that we don't, we don't even recycle. We just send our recycling to other countries and they usually just dump it in the ocean. Well, whatever they do, we've been doing more for the environment than we were. And I'll, I'll make this point. There's, we could do as much as we possibly could in North America. Like, let's say tomorrow, the US and Canada were like, we're going totally green, totally eco. I'll tell you this. It doesn't make one fucking iota of difference because Asia is just putting everything in the ocean. So let's agree. Climate change is a thing. Carry on. <laughs> I mean, I, agreed. I'm just saying, Kamar, we live in a city where it was minus 42 Celsius and it snowed three feet. And that's like the first time that's happened in 40 years. Yeah, I, I heard. I saw that too much on the internet. Well, I mean, it is crazy. It's not supposed to snow when it's minus. And for those Americans out there wondering what the conversion is, it's so cold that it becomes the same. What did you see too much on the internet? Bird box? No, everyone was talking on the Stop internet. Stop telling me how. it gets too cold to snow, but I don't think... I, I if know. you Did you guys see the snow? I swear to God, it looked like it was just snow from another snowstorm that got blown over. Like, it wasn't thick snow. It was very fine. Anyways... I don't care about climate change, but any highlight. I don't believe in the moon landing. Let's move on. Highlight of this was uh, when uh, Joe Rogan asked uh, Adam Greentree about the Northern Lights. Oh my God. The best is, what does he say? He's like, he's like, can you see them up there in uh, Australia in the Northwest territories? And he's like, no, mate, I was in Canada. (laughs) Well, obviously this wasn't Joe's finest podcast because he also asked Adam Greentree where the Tasmanian tiger was from. Yeah. 
And then he asked where Tasmania was. The time that I- too, I was like, dude, you know where the fuck Tasmania no, is? No, but he, he really said Australia. He said, so uh, where does the Tasmanian tiger come from? Kamar's looking at me like he doesn't. It's from Tasmania. Yeah, because he can't believe you're talking shit about Joe. That's no, my no, job. no, He's no, no. Shocked. I, no, I, I, I thought that. that's what we were doing. I believe. I, I believe the Tasmanian. I just jumped on the bandwagon. I, I believe the Tasmanian tiger is looks like a dog, though. It does. I think I looked it up. It does, but. See, Kamar, that was a great Tasmania. subway. Kamar was just trying to change the subject no, whole, from you. Joe Stone, whatever. I'm not going to hate on him for no, that. No, no, I, I think he was stoned. Yeah. But uh, Joe has never seen the Northern Lights. Nope. I have seen the Northern Lights. I have also seen the, I've Northern, seen the Northern Lights. Northern so Lights. that's something we live, in, we live in Canada. That's something we've done that Joe hasn't done. I've also seen them in the United States, though. I saw them in New Hampshire. Really? Oh, really? Really? I find that hard to believe. Well, I, I did. think Joe might want to have right. you on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. You're saying it never happened. It's possible it never happened. I, I, it's a memory from summer camp. So, but you, I love how I wasn't saying it never happened. Are you taking your earphones off like you want to talk to me off air? No, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm just confused by your. Anyway, let's move on. What about Green Tree? We haven't spoken a thing about him. My favorite quote from Adam Green Tree is, uh, "The pig had developed a taste for blood." I can't. Who working on that? Was that, that, was, that was that Australian? No. If the, any, that was like a bastardized Welsh accent. No, no, I, there was French in there for sure. <laughs> the pig developed a taste for blood. The pig developed. I can now. You're throwing me up. The, the pig developed a taste. for <laughs> blood. The way you do blood. it is you always start with shrimp on the barbie, nah, and then no, you go no. from there. Oh, the no, pig the developed. pig developed a taste for blood. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's oh, much no. He was oh, talking no. about and when he gutted the pig with a knife. And it was full of hooves and fur. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the highlight for me of this episode. Oh, wait, I wanted to ask, just sorry, moving kind of backwards for a second. Um, so do you think that there are some people that Joe feels okay smoking joints around and then some people he doesn't feel okay smoking? No. Because he was high in this episode, he, I think. Yeah, yeah. I so think. he obviously has no problem getting high in front of Adam <laughs> Green. Joe's probably like, fuck, I'm going to be hot. Talk about hunting for three hours. I better get high. Is that is that how you think he gauges it? Maybe. No, I assume that when he's on hunting trips, he definitely gets high. I don't know. Have, out there. have, have you noticed sure. him smoke when he's talking to fighters? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to start trying to keep uh, some sort of log as yeah. to when I think he's high and when he's not smoking joints. Just start watching them on YouTube. You can tell because he... That would take all the fun out of it, okay. Matt. I'm a Fine. purist Fine. and I listen to them. <laughs> So I can support podcasters. You're saving, you're saving the YouTube ones for when you're old. <laughs> YouTube doesn't need my help. No, nope, you're actually probably giving Joe more money by watching it on YouTube. You're supporting him more. Be more supportive of Joe. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Come Here's on. something I'd never thought of too. And Joe mentioned, I don't know what podcast he mentioned. And he was like, there's a lot of overhead involved in this. Cause he, that was it. He was like, if I won, like he's like, if I was filthy rich, I would still do the podcast. There would just be no ads. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, and then I, he said, he was like, there's a lot of overhead in doing this. He's well, like, think about it. I rent this fucking building. We heat it. Heat it's in LA. But you know what I mean? Like, I never thought about all that. But he is loaded. He acts like he's not loaded. Oh, he's worth 25, 40 million dollars. <laughs> he's actually 50, the, plus 50 like, plus million. If, I did, I looked and if you look at 40, but either way. Potential revenues, the way he's going, it's not like he's made all his money. There's no, like, this machine he has, like, fuck. Well, what? okay, if he does eight UFCs a year, that's, four, a Corvette, million, that's a $4 million. Dollars. Well, listen, if... 
if Joe wanted to, he could exploit this podcast thing way more than he does. He could right? sell like, it. Of course. He's so low key about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of it. It's a class. I don't know if that's the beauty of it, but it's one of the things. So it's watch it on one, YouTube or listen to it on your uh, provider. Sure. Anything else on Adam Greentree? The last 20 minutes is not worth listening to because he talks about every place he's going. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah, been last, to. Yeah, and it was like, okay, terrible. that's enough. Just listing off city. Although, I do, did it make you want to go to Utah? I want to go to every single state. Except but, the last but he Australia is beautiful and that he was from Australia and Utah was like his go-to place. Maybe it's just because he has friends there. Yeah, I think it's just where a lot of hunters Well, are. no, because they did keep saying, we shouldn't talk about Utah anymore. People are going to go there too much. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's just great think Utah's a, a hidden spot, gem, man. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I assume there's not a great population. That's what I got out either. of this podcast. I did take, um, get a great little uh, hint from this podcast about an uh, Instagram account. Nature is metal. No, I don't. You remember that. them talk about yeah. that? But did Joe describe it as metal? It's not that kind of metal. No, because remember, Green Tree was like, "Nature is metal," and he was like, "No, mental." <laughs> the big development. Like, no, 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 I know. Nature, yeah, yeah, nature yeah. is metal. And Kamar, it's, the big developed a taste for blood. <laughs> it's just <laughs> so all like off. nature at its most gruesome. I'll check it out. So yeah, it's great. Every you movies know. or just photos? No, some are f- movies, some are photos. Or Free. not movies, some are clips, Very some are photos. Free plug for that Instagram. There you Big. go. It's a good yeah, Instagram. Up the taste for blood. Listen, they already gave the plug <laughs> on Rogan. I don't think our little uh, podcast is going to make a difference. Hey, you we never know. Rogan that. bump in a while. Either. The experience, experience bump. Because uh, everyone's multiple times That's been what on. I was going to ask. Well, I meant to ask for well, continuity. Oh, Barry, new, we should the new do today's. That was on the, the today. Is on today. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Danny, whatever. Her name so for those of you out there that are actually listening to all of our episodes, we haven't been slacking. They've just they've all been on. And then times. they talked about um, a bear running up a tree. Yeah. How if you go up a tree? You're to which I had to look that one up. You and didn't know that? I knew they could climb trees. But this video they were talking about where the black bear runs up the tree. Oh, yeah. I've seen many videos of black bear. Dude, they're is, up there wild fast. Is mental or metal or whatever you want to say. Have you ever seen the video? There's a guy in a tree stand and he's just sitting there calmly. And dude, he doesn't even realize there's a bear climbing up the tree. Oh, yeah. And the bear just sticks its head up around the tree stand. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's hilarious. And the bear's just kind of looking at him like, oh, I didn't really know you were up here either. Like. What's going on? And nothing happens. Like, I think the bear just goes back down, but he's <laughs> like, it, it's crazy how quiet they are. And I will say how fast they are. I saw a video recently on Instagram of these three bears stuck in like a, stuck in an industrial garbage can. So like, it's got like the heavy lids. Okay. Yeah. I guess they got in and it fell down. So the lids were like stuck and this dude like goes up and he's trying to let them out. And he flips the lid up. Dude, these three bears are gone into the forest in like the snap of a finger. They're so fucking they're so fast. fast. And they're baby yeah. bears, but like it's... Imagine you're a guy who's going to throw the garbage in the morning. And three baby bears. And you open fuck up the thing that. and there are bears yeah, inside that. the fucking garbage can. Holy well, even worse is, shit. I mean, at least they were small, but you got to assume like, dude, that mama bear's got to be close. Fuck this. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess if a bigger bear got stuck in there, he would just push the lid off. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But still, I wouldn't want to be around three baby bears. Any though. animals, though. You're not expecting anything in that fucking garbage can, no, you know? fuck no. Fuck no. Mar, what are you looking up? I was trying to look up that 
person who's on Rogan. Oh, this was good. We just had eye contact, and it was just me and you. Yep. Kamar was. I, I've seen bears, and when I was tree planting, they told us to run downhill. <laughs> Because the bear's legs are so strong, they'll, they'll fall over themselves. Yeah, and that made true. sense to me, but... You know what? I, if a bear is chasing you, I don't think running uphill, downhill, <laughs> no, up it, tree, down tree is going to make a fucking lick of a difference. It's like a lion, but it's a gorilla. It's crazy. It's just There's crazy so bears. many crazy videos of people encountering bears. Like I saw one the other day of a guy just biking down a trail. And like he turns this corner and there's a bear just 10 feet in front of him just sitting in the trail. Yep. And he's like, oh, dude, it's like I, I even was like, oh, my God. I was driving up to um, somebody's cottage one time and uh, I'm just driving down the dirt road and I see this thing and I think to myself, wow, that's a big black dog. And then I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> that's a bear. Dude, fuck. That. They don't care. They don't care about us either. Well, it's because they We're know they're like, yeah, all of us are food. They don't care if you have a family or well, anything. Well, you wouldn't let me talk about it last week, but now it's even more fitting. The big cats, the mountain lions. It's insane. They are the scariest. Yes, like, I agree. They are scarier than bears. I'd rather run into a bear than run into a mountain lion. Yeah, because it's going to be scary. You just want to kill you. Well, that mountain lion, is, you're not going to be able to scare it off. And hear it or see it coming. Or see it coming. Oh. It's hunting you the whole time, oh. and you didn't even. So then, there, I'd rather, I'd rather run into the mountain lion because it's going to kill you again. It's going to kill you quick and quiet. Well, no, you probably have a chance with the bear. Is what I'm saying. The bear like, you could hit. No, on the no, nose like of the a, rock or a black bear. Yeah, or <sighs> maybe even make I a lot know, of noise man. and scare it away. Yep. They're a lot more skittish than those cats are. Like those cats are hunting you. You're a dead man walking. The bear it doesn't matter. Don't you guys think you're which usually one of you running thought, into the which bear? Which one of you thought we could all take a lion? Kamar. Yep. I think a bear is more... I don't think one person could take a mountain Either. lion. Yeah. They would destroy you. Yeah. Which football player thought he could take a mountain lion? Though? Be horrible. Um, Kamar? Horrible, did I? Who he played the, for the Titans. Yeah, yeah. He, it was a great podcast. He had him on Rogan. We've already been through this. I was going to say Le'Veon Bell, but I know nope. that's just the totally wrong name. It's, it's, uh, um, it's not J.J. Watt because it's a black dude. What the fuck was his name? He's super smart. Either way. Arian Foster. Arian Foster. It. But it was Thank the Texans. You, you confused you. me there. Yeah. What the did Texans. I say? You said the Titans. Oh, sorry. It was the Texans. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Chico, you're right. <laughs> Arian Foster. Anyways, yeah, it was a hunted podcast. And uh, that's all. That's it for Green Tree? So, How succinct was that, Kamar? Perfect. Amazing. All right. Amazing. <laughs> what do you give Green Tree out of uh, five Jamies, Simon? I give him. I'm gonna give him a four. Wow! So, uh, come on, we'll give it two and a half. I'll give it three and a half. Um, but I thought it was. Oh, be- sorry. I thought we were rating him as a person. I give him four, James. Oh, five as he's, a he's, human he's, being. I think he's a great guy. We're not rating him as a person. We're not this doing this. Podcast, we're rating the episode. <laughs> this podcast, I'm giving a three and a half. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going three two and a point half. Five. Two point five. Two and a half. Stand okay. by mine. But I thought it was gonna be like a one. So. Keep that in mind. If if you were going into this, like I'll skip this one. It's actually probably worth your time. It was entertaining. Three and a half is entertaining. Kamar give it a two and a half, which is two and a half. The only reason I give it two and a half is because I found out that I've seen the Northern Lights and Joe Rogan hasn't. So that okay. puts it again. Up. Well, that's like, one thing I've ever, ever on the show you could ask me about. <laughs> we all know that Kamar's rating system is fucked, so the continuity <laughs> stays the same. All right, twelve twenty five, Mister Theo Vaughn, the Rat King. This one got gay. 
There's How no other, gay did this one there's get? There's no other way to I, say I, it. I, I, was wait, wait, hold on. It. I think it's so funny that you say this one got gay. This one started gay yeah, and sorry, it I ended just, yeah, gay. Okay, no, okay we're all in agreement. Is I don't even I, mean, I don't even know what to talk about. I was afraid about bringing this up, this but is, I was like, "What's going on here?" Well, I didn't know what to say either, Look, so I just this thought is I'd, the only note yes, I have for the episode. Yes, yes, <laughs> I yes. I like how you put a heart over the eye. Too. I got my wife to write it while we were in the car because I was like, "This is going to sum everything up." <laughs> yeah. Did they say they were going to go have a shot after? Oh, I mean, this like, was. <laughs> listen, I got to say this: Theo Vaughn needs to start watching porn again. Like it, it was palpable. Like I was like, this is insane. I feel like James is sitting there with no. Clothes Are you kidding? On. There is the most awkward moment. Yeah, it's called minute one to minute fucking like oh three hundred. I'm so glad I didn't talk to you guys at all about but wait, this because I was like, this oh is the best. God, this is the best because I wrote it down <laughs> because it's so fucking awkward. So Theo says, "Do you masturbate as an adult?" And Joe says, "No." As a child, <laughs> and Theo says, I think you would rip your dick off with your giant hands. Yeah. And Joe says, I hold my kids' hands. I know how to be tender. <laughs> yeah, no, I like I the level of gay in this episode was off the. Tr- I think gay people it was would off to the this. rainbow, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was insane. And there's nothing wrong with that. I thought it was hilarious and very entertaining, but it's like. How many times are you going to go back to every time they talked about something, they go back to Joe asking him, so do you, how, how much do you come? <laughs> Dude, Theo Vaughn asked him if, Theo, what was his well, question? Theo, Theo goes, no, he goes, so if you like fuck a, like a, a male animal, that's not gay. Like fucking a male animal because you're, you're fucking an animal. That's not gay, man. I was so confused. I was like, I don't even know what's going on in this podcast anymore. They talk about what animals they'd like to see fuck. I think. I thought for sure you'd be into this. I, I was, was totally into it. <laughs> I felt your pants bulge. Yeah. Okay. Like Hold miles on. away. Whoa. When he said, whoa, whoa. so if you, if you were going to fuck an animal, what animal would you fuck? You were like, what? Do you, do you seriously think that I get off from watching no. the animals fuck? No, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Don't. A little housekeeping mid-episode here. You just ruined it for the fuck. facade. Yeah, doesn't I, matter. He I doesn't don't actually. Well, no, because because he did that the other day. Oh, it's been a running when, gag. When he got angry at me, he tried to throw that in my face. <laughs> Listen, you do have like, a secret I thing of watching fuck. animals fuck. Uh, I so think, I think the cat's out the bag. I thought it would be the funny cat's out of the to bag. have a segment where we looked at different animals fucking. Mm-hmm. That's all I said. Super good Very content innocently. for an audio podcast. All right. <laughs> It's done in descriptive video with Simon. Okay, the leopard is mounting the other I, leopard. I, he has an odd-shaped I penis. I was just going to say, they do it on your mama's house. <laughs> <laughs> it's your mom's house, your mama's house. Wow, this is the black version. Whatever. Yeah. What did I say? Your mama's house. Isn't that what it is? It's your mom's house. Oh, well. They got a fart, Mike. Your mother's house. Your Can mother's I? house. You turned it into the whitest podcast ever. So Joe said that Theo makes him laugh more than any man in the world, Other except for Joey, Joey Diaz. Diaz yeah. That's pretty high praise. And I don't think Joey Diaz and Joe have hooked up, but I think Theo and Joe did hook up. <laughs> the, uh, the first time I heard Theo <laughs> At least with their eyes. on Rogan. Wow. You, you're going to say this on air? I am not going to say that on air. Yeah. I'll subway into... Uh, 
I think Theo Vaughn's almost like a weird, in a weird way, like Joey Diaz, in that he always has a new story. About dude, I was me I, and Mike did steroids by the highway. Dude, <laughs> he killed a raccoon by his he, tail. Yeah, this he kid used to make me jerk him all like he eating owls. Oh my god, Who that was one of the funniest. Fuck eats out. Joe couldn't believe it. That was one I of the funniest parts it. of the episode, though, when he was like, "They're very scarce on meat. They're Wait, very thin." Kamar, again, you're, you're looking like yeah, yes. I eat owls. No, I, I think he's Theo like, Vaughn is like uh, like he's a brilliant comedian, but he's like white trash. Like I think one hood of, I think one of the trash, times Kamar went up to the land and did five grams of mushrooms, he might have eaten an owl. No, I think he's right. Theo Vaughn has a mullet that yeah, says, maybe, I eat road. Maybe kill. a pigeon, but he's he's country, man. Yeah. Country's fuck. Like, like think about it. He's, he lives now in downtown LA, drives a Mercedes Benz, and he decided to keep that fucking haircut. Like, it's an active choice to go into a barber and say, Oh, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's self aware. He's sober. It's he's sober. So, I was just going to say, it's so weird that he's sober. And for those of you that haven't listened to any of the previous Theo Vaughn, Joe Rogans, fucking go back because they're amazing. He's incredible. His story about getting high and ordering vests online is like one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard. If you haven't seen it, too. And his fucking cadence, too. If you haven't seen it, too, go on YouTube and YouTube Theo Vaughn. This can't be happening right now or this isn't happening right now. His story about the last time he ever did cocaine is like probably Daryl strawberry yeah, cameo Daryl strawberry uh, fucking you haven't amazing. seen it I've, of course of I course you've seen it, of course <clears throat> but I I always wonder is he fucking brilliant or is he just no he's brilliant verbal diarrhea I think I think it's both yeah I think it's I both I think it's both because I don't know if you listened to the fighter and the kid this week when he was on for a couple of minutes at the beginning with Andrew Santino mm-hmm. and he goes into a massive tirade about not a tirade but a kind of sh- you know, long thing about transgender people and it gets totally off the rails. Yeah. Like after he leaves, yeah, he doesn't care apparently. No, not apparently. He doesn't care, but he's, of course he's a a brilliant comedian. I I look at like, I agree. I think he's hilarious and I think his shtick is hilarious. I like, think I it's a little wait. of both to I answer your question. I think some of it is like Kamara. freestyling, though. You know some what I mean? For it, sure, but he's like, just really good at it, dude. I think like... I don't know. I think he fails sometimes. It's just... He's yeah, like, I also think succeed a, more than not. I think he also... He has the advantage, too, where when you have an accent, there's something about an accent that lets you get away with a level of stuff that... Especially like we, we had this co- this conversation before. There's something about that southern accent where you can just oh, like... I'd suck his dick. You could get away with he's a lot. He's like a Mitch Hedberg Mer- Berg 3D. You know what I mean? Not really, because Mitch Hedberg was very totally. specific, like set him up. Not no, no, I, I, I see the comparison. Do, though. do you yeah, see? Yeah. Where I don't. He's not dirty. Like, no, no, I'm not saying just... he's dirty. I'm just for me, Theo Vaughn. His real funniness is just in his like his kind of odd word choices sometimes. His mannerisms, like he he poses even just weird questions that like. Oh, the weirdest I that to only Theo Vaughn would ask. And Mitch Hedberg. They're so funny, man. The The questions he asks Joe Rogan are so benign. Like, they make no sense. Dude, he's hilarious. He is so... I want to... When we go to LA, we I better... He better be playing the comedy story. Now, did you guys notice when uh, Joe started talking about the pedophile rings? And, like uh, Sasha Baron Cohen? And OJ Simpson that... Uh, Theo Vaughn tried to go into how he met Neil Armstrong. Oh my God! I meant to. Sorry, I I was gonna have one and he single note. Started the story. No, he, the best and is the all was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. No, can I say this? And he shut him down. Was it? Hold on. That was weird. No, it was Theo Vaughn that goes. Yeah, I met Neil Armstrong. He didn't seem like he went to the moon. That's what he said. Yes. Yeah. He goes. No, he, he was. He was trying to get into it, and Joe was like, No. 
He killed it. It was like, yeah, whatever yeah, with that shit. That's Theo Vaughn's quote. He goes, I met Neil Armstrong. Didn't strike me as someone that went to the moon. Dude, I howled laughing. I wanted to call Kamara right away because I was in tears laughing. I thought that was so funny. It was. That's funny because I didn't even... You didn't pick up it, on that? I didn't... Well, I just... You don't know what I'm talking about? I racked it up to just him being weird. You See, know Kamara, I, mean? I thought it was Mike Tyson. I thought it was Mike Tyson that was like, I met Buzz Aldrin and he didn't seem like he went to the moon. I couldn't decide who oh, it was Theo Vaughn. That would have been a highlight if that happened at the Tyson one. But it was, yeah, it was Theo. He did say that. That's hilarious. Did you notice that? So I, throw me a joint. You, oh, you, I mean, I heard well, you it. You verified it. You, you, you heard it, but you thought it was just Theo fucking with him? Anyways, I thought it was I very, thought it was just Theo being Theo. Very interesting. Theo doesn't believe in the moon landing either. You seem no, like I don't, a dude. Did he go to the moon? I don't think it meant that he didn't well, believe in the moon. I just think he was like, as you do. I do. It seems the big had developed a taste for blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm still trying to nail that one. I tried all week. I had it a couple of days ago. I think I, I, I'm trying too hard. You got to just say no. What like, would oh, your no. the big had developed a taste for blood? For blood, the big had developed a taste for blood. Simon hates this. Keep going. Are you done? Yeah. I have a light. Um, What would be your pump up song? Mm, I got a lot of pump up songs. That's uh, that's uh, that's tough right now. It would be uh, maybe uh, you shook me all night long. ACDC. Oh, good one. Good one. Matt. That gets me going. That like, would be your I like pump that up song. Always gets me going. Man. I'm putting I'm just, him on the spot. What what would enough. you say, Matt? Um, I don't know. Probably some run the jewels or MOP. I know it, it, I got running when I was 14 to 18. I don't run anywhere now, so it's got to be something that... Well, we're not talking about running. We're just talking about a pump-up song. And it pumps me up because it brings me back to that time when I heard that song. I was thinking Guns N' Roses always pump me up, whatever. Simon? Yeah, you, you don't have a pump-up song? You obviously or? have one in the chamber. <laughs> That's why you asked. You sat there all week with your pump-up song yeah. and you have me humiliate myself? Son of a bitch. No man, I put that out as a question. No, hey, so my, my pump up song. One of them would be for sure. Uh, forget about Dre. That always are you gets fucking me kidding going. me? What are you in Office bum, Space? Bum, bum. <laughs> what you don't like that? That's Office I just, Space. That's, I don't find that song. Play it right now, and we'll see if you can keep from getting all geek pumped up. up. Yep. Well, no, it's, just, it's because it's it's the one rap song that every white person knows every word to. Had you brought it to the producer at the beginning of the show, we could have set this yeah, up. If you had had me cue it up, you're putting it on the spot now. No, something rock. Something rock is my pump up song. Well, I guess that's it. Is I grew up with rap, so something, mm-hmm. or maybe something dancey, uh, something really, some justice. Oh, like super dark techno and industrial stuff because it pumped up, like Nine Inch Nails too, whatever. It, it, sorry, just got a lot of, of pump of up music. Little Trent Reznor in your ear. Fucking, everything. Yeah. When I uh, everything. When I read the synopsis, Joe gave a synopsis on Instagram of this episode, and he said this one got really silly. Silly, yeah, this one really, got gay. really silly. <laughs> yeah, silly is what you say like when you're rolling around. Silly. Yeah, like Theo Vaughn and I rolling around in bed being silly. It's, it, I, I, I think it's crazy that we all came here. Like, did you notice? Yeah, I noticed. Theo Vaughn's like, uh, is it gay if you jerk a dude off with your left hand? Yeah. Like, yes, dude, that's gay for sure. Just making sure. <laughs> no, but the best is then, like, no, then twenty are, minutes later, he like, like he like brings it back. He's like, so you're sure if I jerk a guy yeah. off with my left? And then when he asked Joe, I know you already said this, but he asked Joe, so do you come a lot? Like he really wanted to know. How I just much love, Joe I love come. Joe's. Like, what are you saying? You come like a quarter? Yeah. 
And then what does he say? An eleventh of a hand? I'd say an eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> that was his answer. That was the what would best. You, what would you say you come? I'd say I come on eleventh of a hand. An eleventh of a hand. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a great answer. What denomination is an eleventh? Who cares? That's why Theo Von's amazing because his mind immediately goes to like, I'm going to pick a fucking queer number and yeah, an eleventh of a hand. Perfect. Uh. Simon, other notes? The comedians are tough because they often don't talk about stuff that we can really discuss it's just like going over punchlines or like funny oh shit well you said. skipped right over it so sasha right. barry i skipped that seemed <laughs> yeah you'll see why in a second matt skipped right over it um sasha baron conan and the pedophile ring so during the making of this is america is that what it's called who is america who who is america that's what it's called yeah who okay. is america yeah so he somehow discovered a pedophile ring well, they uncovered one, yeah. They think. Did you read? Did you read what it is? No. Like a guy went to the hotel and uh, and the concierge and like, can you get me anything? You know what I mean? Like drugs or hookers or anything. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever you need. You know what I mean? And then pushed it to like Sasha Baron Cohen does. Yeah, like, well, can you? Sasha Baron Cohen was the guy and like pushed it, and the guy was like, yeah, I can get you that. Well, you want a really party, like, or whatever. I. I Obviously, I wasn't there. The question is so, this. Um, which character was it? I assume it was the Italian. I was going to say it has to be the guy who wants to get his yacht. The uh, Italian. It's got to yeah. be the it's Italian. It's got to be the Italian. I only read about right? it. Like he, goes to a it fancy, wasn't aired he goes to a fancy hotel. Yeah, it's got to be the Italian. It the, has to be the Italian. And it was probably well he was getting it couldn't blown been, by it couldn't the It couldn't have been the NPR guy. Oh, that would have been really funny if it was the NPR yeah. guy. What would other characters were there? That'd be really scary. <coughs> That's too on been, the nose. It couldn't have been the Jewish guy, Ran Morad. No, it, no, you're right. It, it absolutely has to be, has the, Italian to be the Italian guy for sure. Kamar, you saw none of that show. I never watched it. I just read. I read that this this never aired, right? That one never aired. So no. they just describe exactly what. Well, Kamar, you it. need to watch that. I show. don't need to watch it. I, like I've seen enough Sasha Baron I think he's brilliant. Whatever. No, no, but Kamar, this one is different. It, I, it really I've, is. I've seen one where the, he gets the woman to braid or pubic hair or something the the super liberal npr guy goes and i don't ask no, I don't for his pubic hair donation there's been many seasons anyways I, no there's one season of this show that's it there's only one season of who is america some guy got fired because of this show yeah well that yeah, guy yeah, also yeah. yelled nigger i've out seen on an air. episode i've seen one anyways the episode with the quinceanera is like it's crazy the reason why we're talking about it has nothing to do with uh, the show it's about pedophile rings yeah, but he uncovered one through doing this. But like, through doing the show. But then Joe was like, do you think there are pedophile rings? And I fucking hammered him like five, like on Twitter right away. <coughs> Hopefully not from our Twitter. No. Good. From my Twitter. But there's, there's tons of pedophile rings. Did you see the one I posted about the guy set up a charity to uh, stand up for children who are victims of abuse? <coughs> Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. And if you read the transcript between this guy and the FBI agent, it'll make you sick to your stomach. The bravado and the, the casualness this guy is messaging, it, like it's it's unbelievable. Good pedophile ring talk. It's horrible, man. And that's the thing that bugs you the most. Good subway from that pedophile talk. Um <laughs> there's a moment oh whoa good subway from that pedophile talk jared's like a double entendre right there you're in too deep yeah <laughs> way too deep um there's a moment where they're talking about kevin spacey 
and they're trying to figure out where Kevin Spacey is from. And Joe says to Jamie, um, where's Kevin Spacey from? Great Britain. And, and Jamie, no, J- no, no and Jamie says, I don't know. No, the and Joe's and Joe says, uh, I know you don't know. You're the Google guy. No. Look it up. <laughs> no, dude, it's way better than that. Joe goes, Jamie, where's he from? And Jamie goes, fucked if I know. Like so nonchalantly. And Joe goes, fucked if you know. You're sitting in front of the computer. Pull it up. And he goes, oh, yeah. He I said, just, we don't have computers yeah. here. It was probably because Jamie, Jamie was rubbing himself watching Theo and Joe get it on. I was going to say it was the opposite. J- Jamie, was, <laughs> Jamie probably triangle. left the studio. And man. He, was just, he just caught him off guard. Jamie's super right wing. He's 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 on fucking LinkedIn looking for new jobs. In the episodes where they where they go into the bubble bath, Jamie doesn't go in with them. Yeah. Sorry, that was a bad analogy. I guess. <laughs> I imagine them all in a jacuzzi after. What a podcast, eh, boys? <laughs> oh, you know, it was really funny. All another, jerking each other off with their left hands. Another this is not gay. This another gay. weird um, Theo Vaughn thing, but he he was really obsessed with what the different races would look like jerking off. Yeah, but then I started thinking about that. That's actually a really funny concept. Like different races would have totally different ways of jerking. I no, mean, no, the they end, wouldn't. No, no wait, they wouldn't. Wait a second. The end result is the same, but the um, ritual would be so different. You know, I, I don't know, but I, I agree with the premise. Like, do you think they bow? The Asians bow, and then they. You know, wow, that's racist. No, I don't think the Asians bow before they. Jerk Why is off. this podcast that we're doing right now getting gay? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Well, it's by proxy, obviously. <laughs> okay, right on. As long as we're observing, yeah, we're just reporting what we're seeing, folks. Yeah, I mean this thing. This thing was fucking. This thing was. It was homo erotic. So, I mean, you. you I, but Theo, Theo is on a porn diet. I thought that was funny. Nobody. He's, he's been. He said that I on know, the first podcast, and that's why I started off by saying this dude needs to start watching porn again. He needs to get one out. He's like, one day away from a partay. Dude, though. he is fucking. It's nuts. I yeah. love all the dark arts too. Everything no, I don't participate in the dark arts anymore. Everything he says. Yeah. But if you, I, I, I can get over Theod because I listen to him here. I'll listen to him on his own podcast. Yeah, I don't listen. He to has it. his own podcast, yeah, and he does the King of the Sting now, <laughs> yeah. which you, I think you would find maybe hell. But you love Theo. They just shit on each other. So, yeah, it's like pardon the interruption. But he, yeah, he's crazy. Very talented it's, comedian. It's too much. That shows. He's got too Netflix. Much. Theo's got a Netflix special. Oh, it's Theo terrible. is great though. His Netflix special is terrible though. What are you going to do? He's got too soon. Yeah, it was from like 2012. It's not great. But he's gotten much better. No, I I meant Theo is great. I don't even know if I I've seen his Netflix special. I was just looking at you. Well, don't that was a good listen. Don't ever Lots of laughs. Lots it was of like laugh. a Mahone pass. Was, Kamar, that video you sent me was hilarious, by the way. Finally, something I sent that was funny. Of, of was L.A.? <laughs> the of, fans. Dude, I laughed so He's not like, oh, shit. The, the only serious thing they talked about was uh, universal income. Uh, yeah. But they didn't even really talk about that serious. He got into it with Mike Baker. That didn't was he? the only. Yeah. Was that with Mike Baker? Well, well no, him, Mike I, Baker, they go into it a little I think bit deeper. Both. Him and Theo start talking about it yeah. briefly. Well, because so he wanted to talk about anything it's serious. Because he's going to have Andrew episode. Yang on soon. That's right. It was on Sam Harris's yeah, podcast. That's right. He does mention that a couple of times. Did they yeah. talk about virtual reality at all? No, I don't think the so. Games virtual, but we I'm can. Sure if that would I'm sure. Well, that no, I want to invite gay. you guys over to try the system. Have you ever done the Oculus? Oh, it makes or me. Or the not, HTC? It makes me oh, you done? I wish I could. Well, yeah. can't you just bring it here? No, no. Oh. There's all the sensors and stuff. It's it's a big setup. Oh, there's sensors and shit. You have it's to a set dark, up. Dark yeah, room and shit. Jesus. Your world is set up. 
it's, it's pretty. It's, it's putting the thing on my head that I I just I tend to get like. But this seasick. one, it turns with you. Work. It isn't like you stand still and stuff moves. It's actually it's super cool. I want the one with the floor that moves in any direction, like the treadmill floor. You don't have thing. to get more sponsors for the show. Yeah, I have to get a sponsor for the show. <laughs> Are we done with Theo? You're done? Is that? Oh, yeah. You only wrote down homoerotic, and we've already touched on One that. One note. <laughs> homoerotic. Kamar, you're done with Theo? Yeah. Yeah. That was intense. I just, the big, big, big thing was when Theo out about the moon. Joe shut it down. Yeah. I don't know. Those. So, I don't know. Who knows what happened there? If you have any problem with two straight men being slightly homoerotic, you're probably not going to want to listen to this episode, but I laughed my ass out off throughout. Yes. So I would highly recommend it. Yeah, I gave there, it four and a half. There were moments in this where I was like laughing out loud. Oh, hilarious. Not saying it was funny. Actually, actually laughing. laughing? Wow, that's yeah. rare for you. Yeah, yeah, it was super funny. I give it four and a half Jamie's. It was fucking great. I laughed my ass. Four off. Jamie's. I'll give it 4.25 Jamie's. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, uh-huh. I, and I give Theo Von five Jamie's. Making up for as, your past as a person. <laughs> Stop it. All right, let's move on. No, he's twelve awesome. twenty six. Oh wait, I want to say one more thing. Yeah, go he ahead. trashed uh, Dice Clay. That was interesting. Oh yeah. Right? Whoa. Yeah, oh, yeah we can touch on that. Let's go back. Well, to he that. just said, he was, he, said he was a dick to him. I, I know, but then Joe. But Joe like, gave him many chances to take it all back, and he just kept calling yeah, him. But a that's dick. also because Joe is like a Dice Clay yeah. jock. Well, no, but Joe. Yeah, yeah, Joe was, was also saying that's Dice Clay's thing is to fuck with people. Justifying. He was all obviously fucking with you. You can't. Then you know, like yeah, but I, he, he was getting I, your name like, wrong no, on purpose. You know obviously, he was a dick. I yeah. gotta say though, I don't think the I, Theo Vaughn doesn't strike me as the type of person that just goes around thinking people are like. I truly believe. That I, don't he felt, I don't well, know. I don't know if the, if it's the an story, act. It's the happening. story he tells about Dice Clay disrespecting his name him, on the intro. That sounds like if Dice Clay really is a, a shit. Disturber. Yeah, but Theo Vaughn also said, like, even after the fact, he wasn't chill. Like, he wasn't cool to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if it's really an act, there's no reason for Dice Clay not to go up after and be like, hey, man, good work, good sport. You know what I mean? Like, except Joe was saying that he never breaks character, you know? That's what, that's, I'm just wondering if, if Theo's a little more sensitive than I thought. Or if, listen, to say he never breaks character, we heard him on Joe Rogan fucking sapping about his kids' comedy for three hours, which was the worst podcast ever. So don't give me this bullshit about him not breaking character. Fuck you. Hmm. Oh, he's broken. He's a, he's a broken man. Yeah, he's nowadays. definitely a broken man. He's my favorite comedian, but he's fallen from grace a bit. I was, never, the, I was never a Dice he's fan. He's still the Dice man. <laughs> Simon, were you a Dice Clay fan? I was a Dice Clay fan. I mean, not not. I mean, so I guess we were kind of young. Yeah, that probably makes you were still Nazi young, man, right? Well, I mean, it was happening around me, but I just... <laughs> no, like, I remember yeah. my dad watching the specials and laughing his ass off, but I remember being too young and just not, I don't know. Well, no, I, I mean, I like, we recited all those, you know, Hickory Dickory Dock, a mouse ran up the clock. We were just so impressionable. It could have been anybody. It could have been any comedian. Whoever was, it was Sam Kinison. It was all those guys. Were yeah, pop well, off. I miss Kinison for sure. No, but they were, the, whatever, they were doing stuff, but just comedy wasn't so... There was tapes, Adam Sandler well, stuff. Dice Clay was huge. Yeah. Oh, it's like we were talking about his, though, his a lot rise of, is just insane. <laughs> a lot of comedy doesn't age well, though. Period. Yep. Like I can't watch Kinnison. I don't I think he's that, that funny. I that. I, I, Listen, so. you watch Delirious. It's a fucking hate crime. Well, if you go back and watch old Dice now, it's not that funny. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Is that it, most comedy doesn't age well? You know what does age well? What What did you say is a hate crime? Delirious. Yeah, but still has hilarious bits. And he man. still yeah, said, "I agree." But I'm saying, if you go back and watch it now, yeah, okay, take out all the gay stuff, the gay bashing. There's a lot. Yeah. But the like, beginning. 
No, throughout. No, more more um, raw is worse. Delirious. Maybe it was raw that delirious. delirious. It's just even the, the Ed Norton stuff is funny because it's, it's it's surrealism. It's yeah. just because at the in the in raw he talks about getting pulled over at the airport or wherever that is. There's what just is this? one part in Delirious at the beginning where he's talking about people looking at his ass. Yeah, gay yep. guys staring at his ass. But it's like, dude, you're wearing tight. Red he looks gay pants. as fuck. Yeah, yeah. and it's, 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 to uh, know that he ended up getting caught with a transvestite prostitute that's, years later that really doesn't part. play well, well either. that's why they say he doesn't do stand-up anymore that's but they say he doesn't say want to subject he, himself to the heckling they say he'd be the best say so still that's say he's the funniest he probably exactly. would be exactly. but he has to get over that hump first and maybe it's an impossible one for him well, to i get think over. it's like when i had the cornrows and I, I thought what people thought of me imagine what he thinks people think of him when he's trying well, to well i don't him. i don't think um I would do anything for Eddie Murphy to come back. He doesn't need to do anything he doesn't want to do. You would know you quit I mean? the podcast? Yeah. Whoa. Co-host. <laughs> what if he goes back? I'm not, I didn't say I'll quit the podcast the if he comes, he comes back, back. I'm just saying, like, I would I would really like to see Eddie Murphy. I, and you know what? It would be a disappointment no well, matter what. Well, he's doing a remake of a movie. Yeah, but my point is... What is movie it, is he doing? I don't know. He's he's sold a billion dollars of movies though. He's just he's the biggest star. He was on Shrek, and the fact he's that been in all the Shrek, the fact that the comedy he was doing then when he was like twenty is homophobic. Like he obviously grew as a person. He's so young there. It's it's. Well, oh, I'm not. Listen, he that's obviously the grew as a person because yeah. look who he got caught with. Well, let's keep in mind he was on his way. You don't know that he knew he, she had a dick. You know what I mean? You pick up a streetwalker that looks like a woman, then you get to the motel and you're like, ah. Oh. Uh, have you seen the picture of her? Yeah. Okay, pull up the picture and then you tell me that he didn't know. Listen, I'm no, trying to play do devil's it right now. What, what Somebody pull if up he that knew picture. or if he didn't know what he said. I love Eddie Murphy. He's like a he's like um he's like the best thing I've ever had in my life. You know, it's like the he, best. Listen, he was incredible. The way Saturday people Night talk Live. about Cosby, he and was stuff. on Saturday Night Live yeah. when he was like eighteen. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. He was, he's just a tour de force. And in a way, he paved like. There's no Chappelle without Eddie Murphy. There's no. There's no a lot of people without Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was fucking incredible. Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop was like a huge part of my childhood. Okay, so my parents, I had a. He was ba- like probably twenty six when he did that, dude. I, I think he was like twenty three or something. He might have even been younger. It's just I had crazy. a. My parents bought me a Betamax and a black and white TV when I was like six, and one of the only Betamaxes I had was the first Beverly Hills Cop. That and Good Morning Vietnam, and I could recite both of them front to back. Dude, the first chase scene where he's hanging off the back of the truck, I probably watched that seven thousand times as a kid. Ooh. Yes. Your pump up yeah. song is a point of sisters. And I was just gonna say Cop that's my, stole my brand new Chevrolet. Hey, doesn't pump up Eddie song sing sure. a bunch of songs in that movie too? Well, don't forget he was a singer. He, I know. I think my he has, girl wants no, to party no. all the yeah, what, time. No, party yes, all the yes, but wasn't in Beverly he Hills. Sing Cop. in Beverly Hills Cop. Though, I no. think he does. I think he no, has a he song. He absolutely in does it. not. Yeah. I, he doesn't sing in the movie. I know that. Oh, you're saying there's a song of his in Maybe the film. Maybe two on the soundtrack. Might, Part of all the that time is hard, man. I know he doesn't well, sing James in the movie. Of course, it's, it's, Rick, you ready? I'm ready. All Eddie, right, Eddie. Eddie Murphy's the best thing ever. And uh, Theo Vaughn's got a lot of work to do. Well, he's never going to be Eddie Murphy, but it was a good podcast. No one will ever be So Eddie we got Murphy. here. Yeah, let's move on because we were done with that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, 1226. Mike Baker. Uh, former CIA guy who says... Uh, uh, yeah, you know, you can't talk about this stuff and then talks about the stuff. <laughs> Is that a good way to describe him? 
No, I mean, I think there was a lot of stuff that he... Remember, he has like... Sorry, Matt. He, Go ahead. He has like six different crime podcasts. Oh, no, he's doing he's, this. He's saying a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's nothing he's not saying. No, I well, think... Well, there's listen, one thing there's a lot to talk about. about there's about. a lot of stuff that's classified that he's not talking about. He only talks about declassified stuff, I'm pretty sure. I enjoyed it. No, I know. I'm just... It's not like he just came on Joe and he's a yeah, yeah. CIA operative. He's done with that. And now all he does is crime podcasts. Yeah. That's what he does. Did you love him? He was okay. He's I mean, okay, he's, yeah. I didn't love him. I there's, don't know. There's, I've listened to other of his podcasts. Um, there's something about the way he talks that I'm not super keen on. Just uh, the, his voice, or I don't know something. Because he's a, he's seasoned as a speaker now. Because he he just has the no. He also has that sort of know like I know more than you when he talk. I know what Simon's talking about. It's tough to put your finger on, but I know what you're talking about. I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't love the guy. He seemed like one of those sort of conservative. Yeah, because he, 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 I know why you guys didn't like him. Why? Because he favored uh, Trump's work uh, over Obama's with China. No. Yeah, that's it, Kamar. I'm so entrenched in politics that I give up. That's fuck what, with that's why I got out of it, though, that China is the real evil still. I, I, I or whatever. If well, you got to worry about another he's country. He's actually afraid of Huawei. Like, you know Huawei. how Joe, that's what I said, Huawei. Huawei. <laughs> Uh, you know how Joe always asks everybody just as like a throwaway? He's always like, oh, what what do you think of Huawei? Yeah. And this time he was like, well, they're really scary. <laughs> he got the answer he was looking for. Yeah. I mean, From Huawei. Huawei. It just goes to some deep, unverifiable shit for, for me, for most well, part. Well, Canada obviously thinks that Huawei is a problem. No, we arrested them. We arrested her on behalf of the states. Yeah. That is correct. And did you guys know China has a ninety-nine percent conviction rate? That what China has ninety-nine percent. Yeah, conviction. well, it's a communist. Well, very good. Apparently, they're mistreating. Uh, yeah, people they're they have now. Yeah. yeah. Well, all, they're pissed all about because this of Huawei. Stuff. Huawei. I mean, you got to realize there's no there's no, they're the, like the only country in the world that doesn't recognize international copyright law, which is fucking nuts. There's no inter- intellectual property over there. There's none, but right. it does yeah. not exist. No, I I know you can't. It's insane. If you have an idea, you're you, you have an ride idea? that idea for two weeks, and then somebody else is going to use that idea. You're two weeks, you're lucky. Whatever you get, that's my sort point. of yeah. that's real free market thinking. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, man. I mean, no, no, that's obviously you can't do that here. That's why it exists. But I, well, I, it just it takes away all motivation to create anything. He spoke favorably of Trump and. Um, that's all you took away from. Hold this on, we're still uh, we're talking uh, about Trump. Huawei right now. Oh, sorry, my bad. So, did they get onto about surveillance or something? Anyways, well, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was very um, well, apt how last week Matt said, you know, we're willing to let Alexa listen to everything we're saying, and that's exactly what he was saying, right? That we're willing to give up a lot of privacy, all your privacy, to get the newest gadget. Yeah, and you're okay with giving amazon all of your information but if you thought that that information was going to the government you wouldn't be okay with it anymore Mm -hmm. right but it's probably scarier going to well well it's probably going to them anyways because they're probably turning around and selling it to the government you know yeah i mean the chinese we know the chinese are taking it like what did he say he said they they did a test on like they did a test on software and something like 85 percent of it had chinese malware embedded in it somewhere like that's fucking nuts that's crazy. They have they have their shit in everything. And then there was that Cruxnet thing from a few years ago where they shut down an Iranian nuclear facility. 
That shit's crazy too. There for sure is a bootleg Chinese version of this show. That's already been it's done. It's the Joe and Rogan experience, experience, experience. And they're selling DVDs, T-shirts. No, no, it's like the John Rogan like <laughs> expedition or something. The the June Rogan yeah. experiment. Yeah. I was thinking the funny thing about uh, privacy is like years ago, the phone company used to just give your information in a book to everybody and distribute it at their house. And there'd be free ones in phone booths with your name, address, your phone number. Yeah, but you could opt out of that. And that's all it was, was your name and your address and your phone well, number. Well, Sometimes that's all you need. Telemarketers were like the first um, data mining, right? Because you used to get like these lists of old people. Yeah. And that, that was the gold, right? Was the phone numbers yeah. of anybody who was named Ruth or Edna or, you know, Margaret. <laughs> I did not know the intricacies of Well, it was like no, that. but it was the That's same right, yeah. it was the same idea as now, you know, you're getting that same information, but now it's digitally instead of having to, you know, data mine people's phone numbers and shit. Well, I mean, I, you know, I don't think they care about phone numbers anymore. Now they're just trying to figure out everything we're saying. No, I, I get it. But the, the phone numbers were the equivalent sure. of that. So the phone book, we already given stuff out. So we are certain with a certain degree. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you think about your parents or their parents, even think about your grandparents. Like, so I used to work somewhere where they, you had to sign a waiver. And I always knew when I gave the waiver to someone like over 60, that there was going to be a problem. Young people just sign the fucking waiver. They're like, whatever. Old people are like, what am I signing here? I'm not just going to fucking sign this. Yeah. They'd sit there and read the fucking thing. And then they'd be like, I don't agree to this thing, right? You know what I mean? Like Old school. Yeah. So my point is just that like old people would be like, the idea of them giving up any sort of information to anyone was ludicrous. And that's also the power that we've given to corporations now is like, you have no power as a consumer. They ask you the story and you buy something. Well, no, but even then you have to, it's crazy that you want to buy something from someone and they make you sign a contract. Like, well, what, what? I don't understand. That seems mm-hmm. crazy to me. Mm-hmm. You have no protection as the consumer at all, pretty much, in my opinion. It's all Huawei's fault. Huawei. Huawei. <laughs> anyway, I, I yeah, I don't know. What else did Mike Baker say? Simon? Well, he was talking a lot about you know government cover-ups. That's his big thing, right? Is the information yeah. that the government is is not letting us know and how now because there are so many high level officials in all sorts of different places retiring that we're going to start getting more and more information being leaked out there. And that's true. You've already seen it happening with um, all that alien stuff. I know you guys don't like to talk about it, but a lot of like, um, you know, the government had always said that they weren't investigating UFOs at all. And UFOs being, you know, any unidentified uh, flying Fly object. object. Yep. Not necessarily aliens, whatever, but aliens for sure. Um, <laughs> Not necessarily aliens, but aliens for sure. Well, disclaimer, because I it, believe in aliens. Because it could have been... Oh, well, thank you, Kamar. Okay. It could have been um, like <laughs> Russian jets they were, you know, testing or whatever. I'm just saying. Sure. In this case, though, there was information that they just released... I guess it was a, after a certain amount of time, they had to make these um, yeah, everything files becomes public. public. Yeah. And we now know for sure that they were um, studying UFOs. <laughs> yeah, but after 60 years of this... Why every- are you laughing about because that? Because it's like... So if you ask me like, 
you look at government and stuff like incompetent, incompetent, incompetent. But this one branch of the UFO department, it's just pretty legit. <laughs> Whatever it is, like we have to release records or. <laughs> I mean, I Simon, I look at it like this: like after sixty years of the government doing this, what surprises you? They constantly are like, "We're not doing this." And then 30 years later, they're like, but you of know, of course we were doing that. It like, does. It doesn't surprise me at all. All of this was to push forth the fact that, you know, Joe should have more alien people on the podcast. <laughs> oh my God. I just find it crazy that the CIA's budget is completely secret. It's just li- that the CIA's budget is mixed up with the D and D budget. That's fucking, but crazy. don't you see that the aliens is Simon's documentary and he needs it to be tied up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I definitely don't need it to be tied up. But this is, is a subway to something I did want to talk about is uh-huh. that I find that the JRE has gotten too uh, political. And I liked it better when he had a better cross section of wackos on. Personally. Well, that's always saying who I wanted to see. Like, and you said they'll never have them on. So. Yeah, who, but you're forgetting who, what, that where? people. I don't. I don't know Simon, who it is. A lot though. of people that's give him weird. shit, though. They're like, "Why are you giving this nut? Oh, a I, fucking platform." I know. I'm saying personally, I yeah. liked it when we. Every now and again, you had uh, Tom DeLonge or uh, you oh, know, I hate. Well, no, an Egyptologist. That's a one in a million. That Tom DeLonge. With the, anyone who doesn't well, know, no, because he had. Um, <laughs> uh, what was his name? Is it? What is that fucking guy's name? It's Stephen Greer. Is that his name? No. Dude, you're looking at me like I'm Jamie. I don't have the answers. The uh, the alien guy. You is that the guy wearing the fucking jersey? The fat guy wearing like a hockey jersey? No, I'll look it up. Oh. Hold on. No, don't You're trying to put Who it cares? out there. If you put this out there, Joe will come back and have some alien guy on. I, f- I respect that. <laughs> As a Matrix thing? Yeah, 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 yeah that's maybe. a secret. That's it. Put it in there. No, I mean, I'd settle for an Egypt guy. I'd settle for, you know, anything that was fringe. So well, Simon, s- I think it's more like who's pushing stuff. I don't think Joe's actively out there trying to get people on his podcast. It's people are like, I'm releasing a book on aliens. And Joe's like, come on Let's over. Let's do this. Uh, we, so we sort of think Mike Baker's a bit of a nut. I don't think he's a nut. I just think he's, I don't know. Those, uh, do you think Mike Baker's a bit of a nut? No, no. Here's my question. How do you trust anyone that's former CIA? Of course. He, of, of course. Of course. Okay, so you and I are on the same page there, right? Like, I, I, I don't just, know. Like, why Why would you believe anything this guy has to do say? Do you have notes for him? Because we should, we should at least... Oh, you do? I do. Well, let's do, get into your notes. Do you want me to? No, let's no, hear no. Let's hear them. Uh, uh, like, uh, 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 we're still assessing this guy. Like, we didn't... Well, I mean, the whole thing is basically just him giving his opinion on different I mean Joe tries to get him to talk about JFK again well that's okay that's at the very end and that was very interesting okay you want to uh, you don't think so it was it was very because he thinks yeah that's what happened well yeah he's again he's like a science guy he's like yeah it's simple it wasn't that tough back then to get that close Oswald was a fucking crack shot that spooked me out what do you think of the idea of... Uh, oh, sorry. Were you done with the... Uh, no, no. I was going to say this guy shat all over universal basic income. But that was just my point real but quick. Neither of these guys are economists. I was trying to think how it works, but I, gonna, just because I want We're going to be talking all about... Uh, when the guy what, comes universal on? Universal basic income? Yeah, because sure. there's going to be a whole episode dedicated Yeah, yeah. But to I'll it. touch on it real quick, Kamar. Uh, the, all the numbers that Joe is bringing up, they're, none of them are even close to bang on. Like, of course. When they were like, it'll cost $3 trillion a month. You have to realize that when you give out universal basic income, 
you then cut out X amount of other programs that are already in place. You know what I mean? Whether it's food stamps. That was costing money. Precisely. So when they're like, oh, it'll cost $3 trillion, it's like, yeah, but you already have half of that trillion allocated to stuff within that parameter. Does that make sense? What it I'm makes saying? total sense. And I was thinking that it makes sense that if you gave people all this money, there would be way less crime. And who knows how much crime costs society, like in the trillions. Like if a, and that's, yeah. Because no one even knows crimes exist, but uh, they're of poverty and desperation. So that money is going to pay for it. Like it's, it's. I'll put it to you this way too. My, my big thing is the counter argument that like, well, it'll create laziness. Laziness exists anyway. You you already have that swath of the population. Why are they billionaires? Why would they stop after a billion? But that's what I'm saying. Like, so there's gonna be those people that are fine with the basic yep. income and that are just gonna do nothing. And, and they're already fine nothing. doing what they do. And they're already now. contributing nothing. So there's no burden there. There's no there's less burden. suffering. Precisely. That's my point. Really, is where I agree I'm with at. you. Like, Your point, one hundred percent. And th- well, I mean, that's why I see the beauty of uh, universal basic income. But I think we talked about a couple episodes, and you were talking about how everyone on the planet's got to get it or something. And I don't know if that's the well. No. So what I was saying is, th- so the main argument for universal basic income is the automation. And they were talking about it. So Mike Baker dropped numbers in this room. Maybe it was Joe or Jamie, but it's like yeah, they did th- go like through eighty percent of farming, ninety five percent of you know driving jobs. So uh-huh. when you when you take all that into effect, uh, it's like a huge issue just within the U.S. But, but what I was saying was the automation really kills a lot of jobs abroad. And that if you tax Google, so let's say the U.S. puts a massive tax on Google, the U.S. isn't going to send any of that money abroad. And abroad is where the real problems, the real problems occur because they're already poor. And if you take away the few jobs that we have paying them two, three dollars an hour and make them all automated, then you really fuck a lot. Like you fuck half, half the world, three quarters of the world. So the problem with universal basic income is it puts, it fixes two countries or whatever country does it. You know what I mean? Like if the U S decides to do it and they do it properly, it fixes their problem, but then they bring all the manufacturing jobs back to the States and they automate them. You see what I'm saying? So any job, any job in Guatemala, Venezuela, Thailand, Vietnam, any job manufacturing that they do there, they'll just move back to the states, arguably, and automate. But I think there'll be a, like an even hyper uh, progression where it won't even be automation anymore. It'll literally be 3D printing. You know what I mean? But sure. like you don't make a bunch of shoes. You just can make one shoe like maybe in a hundred years, but the abundance will be ridiculous that there won't be. Well, the argument will just be able to make stuff. You won't need to. Well, come on. The argument process. then I was going to say is that if everything is automated, there's no reason that the price of everything shouldn't drop substantially. Yeah. That's what they've been saying for 50 years. Four day work. I know. And they haven't. And it's and never it, happened. I know. It's like the 40 hour work week. Same thing we were talking about. I think this is Illuminati ago. shit though. Like where's all the money going? Slabby so clearly doesn't want to talk about this, so we'll move no, on. No, I'm sorry. I was just trying to find this fucking guy on Rogan, and I cannot find his name. <laughs> Mike Baker? This no, is why Mike we need Baker. a producer, see? Yeah, you yeah, can't, Mar's is. right. If you look it up, you're just out of the conversation. Yeah, no, it is. Um, I will say, though, Simon's right. When Andrew Yang comes on, and we know he's coming on, we'll have a whole half hour, 40 minutes to talk about yeah. universal basic income, the pros, the cons. But whatever. I think the main argument again is like, if you give people this money, you're not going to do shit. I was like, they wouldn't do shit anyways. That's the point I was making. And, well, yeah, yeah. and I'll, I'll, I, I'm just, I'll back it up even further. You back it up. You. To argue that they wouldn't do shit anyway, 
they're then free to live where they might then want to do something. Maybe have a different option. Can, like even if it's bike polo, even if they're we, like, go sorry, ahead. go ahead, Simon. I was going to say, can we, admi- can we admit though that it really doesn't matter unless they can tell us where they're going to come up with the money? Well, we were saying the money come from the lowering of crime. How much, how much is crime? So Simon, no, you missed the first, the first part I was saying, the first part is all the this. social services. The that first part is cut. this, Simon, <coughs> you're shaking your head. That's fine. The first part you're missing is in a country like ours, where there's only 30 million people, it's a lot more scalable. I think it'd be a great place to have an experiment. <coughs> now, what I, what I was saying to Kamar is this. In a country like the States, let's say you decide, okay, it's going to cost us a trillion dollars a month. I'm just throwing out a number. We don't know anything. We're not we don't know. We don't know what the number is. Joe was saying, oh, that's an astronomical amount of, of money. Where is it going to come from? My argument is that we don't know this, but if you tally up all the, the other programs, so food stamps, welfare, um, Medicaid, a swath of other ones. If you add all of those monthly costs up in the States, it might end up being a half trillion dollars. So without even, without even changing anything, we might already be mm-hmm, halfway right. there. That was the argument he gave too. And, I and imagine how much money right. cr- crime. And then Kamar brought up a causes. good point. Well, Joe like, brought up both these points. Yeah, yeah. I think no, but I, you reiterated it better. What Kamar's saying is like, if then everyone has money and they're not so worried about their next meal, their next paycheck, how, how they're going to live, caused. crime will go down and then in turn, crime costs the economy. How and much it does. the overtime of police and, uh, and I the would, rehabilitation. I, I would agree with all of that if um, we were starting from scratch and everybody was starting from zero. and that, But knowing what the other way is i just don't believe that that would be the case i think but what is the other way what do you mean like i don't get it having lived the other way meaning not having basic income what i'm saying is i think this system may have had a chance to work if it had been like that from the start but think about everyone that makes sense no because i'm just saying if you let's say you change it now think about all your employees they automatically have an additional Let's just say one thousand a month. It doesn't. Three thousand seems high to me. Let's say it's one thousand dollars a month. Every employee you have, not from you, gets a thousand dollars a month that they can then spend on rent and food. You then the minimum wage doesn't have to get cranked up. Small business doesn't have to foot the bill. I mean, in a way, we all foot the bill because it comes from tax money somehow. No, I, I, I mean it, there a thousand it's the argument of the minimum wage being higher, right? If you make minimum wage higher, then that's going to put more money into the economy. So it's going to come back and help the but small the business anyways. And I just don't think that's the case, man. I think it's scalable over like such a... Well, again, none of us are economists who know shit. Andrew Yang... No, you're right. And I heard him on Sam. But they've tried I, it. They tried let's it like say, in Perth or let's someplace save right it. here. Let's save it, man, because there's other things we can talk about in sure. this episode sure, sure, and we're sure. going to have to talk yeah, about yeah. this anyway. But I will say this, I'd listen to the, I'd listen to, no, just in closing on this one, I listen to Andrew Yang on Sam Harris and he's going to do it way more justice than, than Kamar or I ever could. And I'd also like to say, I'm not necessarily for, what the fuck do I know? I'm not necessarily for universal basic income. I just think that whatever we're doing now really isn't working. We've killed killed the middle class. So many people are poor. I know that we're the 1% of the world, but that just means that the, the world is doing terribly. The funniest part was when uh, they were talking about Jeff Bezos' divorce, and he was like, "How? How do you think they got that out of his phone?" 
And Mike Baker's like, I don't know, I don't know. And then Jamie brings up the story. Yeah, Jamie's like, oh, it was and a, a friend, friend of a friend. It yeah. just sold it to TMZ. Like, it was a super technology sleuth thing. It was just a shitty friend. Yeah. There was no CIA cover. <laughs> After no all yeah. this fucking infiltration and stuff, I was like, oh, my God. Exactly. Yeah, you got to love that $180 billion still can't buy you anonymity. It just takes one fucking one dick. cunt friend <laughs> to, just, to just unravel the whole thing. Like, unreal. Oh, shit. Mike Baker. Simon, what's your note? I can see you looking angrily. What's up? What's in there? What's in there? I am not like... Come on, boy. What's in there? What's in there? Simon, what's your next note? Uh, I was going to say something about what you were saying, and I forgot now. Oh, man. The lion's mane is doing it. It's having an opposite effect, Kamar, I think. I've become dumber since I started No, I think it's because I was late. (laughs) Oh, they talked a little bit about... um, journalism and acceptable loss meaning that um they're willing to get a lot of information wrong now in order to get some information right yeah and whether uh, my question to you is whether you think that's okay no i don't i I, like it's the weirdest thing when you're like if they said like there has to be there has to be some sort of consequence you know what i mean but then that's like you can't do that it's a free, free free press but it's like but just some way to make you fear not doing something but there's been plagiarists it's the we- it's the weirdest argument that i don't know what well, side i'm on it's the birth of fake news right well hold on let's also let's be serious here you don't have to retract anything major so. publications fucking care when they get it wrong and they usually fire people over that we all we will all agree on that oh i i do the problem is there are so many outlets now and i'm using air quotes when i say that outlets meaning anywhere online so, you don't know so let's back it up um, then you're not talking about true journalism you're talking about journalism in the broad sense of the word now because true journalism still exists at its core and those people are still doing incredible i mean it kind it kind of does like the time they're fighting right? for clicks that's they're fighting yeah, for and like look at that guy who matt uh, Taibibi. I don't like think Matt, that's who you're going to say. Matt Taibbi spends not. like years on stories. Yeah, okay. Out. I mean, there are still some good journalists out there. That, of Samar, you watch that Fire Island thing. That that chick spent like a ton of time digging up info and she ended up sending that guy to jail because she did the follow-up piece on not to ruin anything. But you know what I mean? Like that was all journalism. That isn't police work. But I, that's, just, she broke the story and the next day the FBI went and arrested the guy. To this current thing, this BuzzFeed guy is saying they know... They know this information, and then the FBI saying no, that's not true, and they're still they're doubling down, saying, "Well, even though they said this isn't true, we have sources that this is true." Like, and they're fighting as journalists, and none of them the the biggest problem none of them stand up for uh, uh, Julian Assange. If they're all into this for journalism, he's got to be one of them. Uh, do you guys disagree with that statement? I'd have to look into it more. You know who Julian Assange is? Yeah, he's the WikiLeaks guy. He just he just leaks information like and it, some of the biggest news. Simon, you, you don't know. Problem what I'm is talking that about Julian either. Assange. Yeah, I do. Is a I'm piece just of shit. Sorry, I don't. Uh, so all journalists are pieces of shit. Then no, I'm just saying him as a person. Like he's genuinely yeah. All journalists not, are pieces of shit because they just fucking do what they do. No, I have. No, I'm not talking about because of what he does. I'm just saying him as a person. Like if you look if you look into him because he had sex with a girl without a condom, or whatever. Like no, it, just I'm. T- he's an arrogant prick. He's not like a okay, good. That's not a problem. <laughs> that's not legal. That's I'm just, not talking about legally he's an asshole. I'm just saying it's it's one thing to stand up for journalism. It's another one the guy you're standing up for is a total piece of shit outside of journalism, like just as a person. I don't know. 
No, I, I, well, no, you can think that, but I just, he's just a journalist in the, in the purest, rawest form, despite he's a dick or an ego fucking such a, like the no, information. Right. They don't just leak but information. We, a we, journalist writes. And it's like getting into journalism in university is and, one of the hardest things to do. And then journalists plagiarize, and then where are we? That's where you started with this, Simon. Hold on, but again, you're just, you're just, I, I think we're doing journalists a huge disservice here by just saying all. It's, I don't think it's a large... I think it's just more acceptable now. It, in order to get your information that you're willing to get some of it wrong. I, I think that's think, the I point. just think they're more... Listen, the news cycle is quicker now. Be- so all the retractions get buried even quicker than the story got buried. Because print news is almost dead. And because, like Kamar was saying, they're all struggling so hard to get this story that's going to sell. They're, you know... The, that's that's gonna happen when you're not as concerned with the story and you're more concerned with the outcome yeah but i think you're, you're gonna again get, you're just saying you're just broadly saying all journalists listen everything i i know nothing about anything well that's how about this i'm making though is just i don't feel like it's i feel like we're talking about a small population of people that i wouldn't even consider journalists what mm-hmm. do you consider a journalist someone that writes I don't consider that a journalist. You know what's going to tie up this discussion? Because I don't know if we're going to get anywhere. Is that right now the person he's interviewing is a young female who's a New York Times editor. And we'll be discussing on the first. Isn't that interesting? Come on here. That's, yeah, like it is. A, that's a Matrix matrix moment. Oh, my God. Come on, uh, Simon, what other uh, Mike Baker notes do you have there? Um... Oh, they talk about the government shutdown. And... Just as a guy who knows nothing about politics, um, there's no winning this thing, right? Like he has to, Trump has Trump to, has to get the wall built. He has to and get the, the wall built. Cannot let and the wall they get cannot built. let the wall get built. So what happens here? Like, Even though most of them have voted for some sort of fencing or wall mm-hmm. in the past, right? But point is, they can't. No, they let can't. Him no, win. no, of course not. It's it, the saddest thing I've ever seen. If they build that wall, Trump gets reelected. So we how, can all agree on that, right? I think he's going to get reelected I don't regardless, th- but it'd be you a think nice he's going to get reelected feather in his cap. Well, well that's you see who they're rolling out now f- to run against them. That it's not going to be good for him. It no, it's, it's not going to. It's not going to look good on him if he doesn't get it built. It'll look worse than the Russia collusion. <laughs> I'm almost positive. In fact, I'm 99 percent sure that the guys who own Cards Against Humanity bought a couple acres or a hundred acres along the Mexican-U.S. border. And I don't even think they can build the wall there. I mean, unless the U.S. has some sort of like jurisdiction over, you know, they could just come in and say, well, it's the border. We're building it. But everything up to the wall is I your bet land. They do they have some do, yeah. weird loophole thing probably. like that. It's so sad too. Like because you it- never thought we were going to build the wall, but hey, Cards Against Humanity, guys, we're building that wall. Mike, yeah. Mike Baker acknowledged that the, the, the money they want for it is nothing like 5.7 billion whatever if it becomes something i heard a bunch of i read an article when trump was getting elected from a guy who's like who like is owns a concrete business and he was like this wall will cost far more than they're talking about yeah so what we're not paying for it if they build it i think it's hilarious (laughs) i like jim jeffrey's idea build a wall on the canadian border and make it three feet high so when the Americans run out of healthcare, they can't come crawling over here. But there's there are countries where these things exist. I don't know. I'd say build the wall. It'll never get built, but just let them do it. It's funny. I'm so stupid that when he was talking about the wall, 
I always thought it was a joke. Like, I didn't think it was actually like... Uh, you thought his whole campaign was a joke? No, it was a metaphor. It was like a wall like, of defense. I thought defense. the wall was like... He was being articulate. For I'm you. going to build this wall, you know? I wow. didn't think it was actually going to be something that he had to do. But I see now that people actually wanted the wall. Would you rather fight for give him his wall and shut up or there can never be a wall? I think putting up a wall is against everything that the United States stands for. I yeah, don't, but what do you think? You know, That's I don't I, think. I don't okay. really think not, that the wall is a problem more than that it just seems like a tremendous waste of money yeah, to me. Exactly. Like if what are they worried about? Are they worried about the drugs getting in then just make drugs legal, dummies and you I don't you can save all Jerry the Springer's money on everything the wall. America stands for. You know? I don't know. America doesn't yeah. stand but for. But I don't have crazy. a pro- I don't have a problem like if there had been a wall there from the beginning I just, you know, when they had built the and wall on the And if they cheap, build the wall, one day they can take it down and have a... <laughs> a big sell. Yeah. David Hasselhoff. So and and then we can sell, sell off well, pieces of, the of the, No, we'd bring over some German guy. Oh, yeah, that would have to be it. I got scared when they said uh, Nancy Pelosi lives in a $100 million house and she makes $300,000 a year. She makes one hundred eighty. Oh, sorry, one hundred eighty. But her husband is a big time well, fans, uh, financier guy. I thought everybody in like that kind of level of government came rich. from money because it, they had to um, run at some point and that costs money. Which makes the whole thing seem crooked. Well, it is crooked. It's definitely yeah, it is. I mean, have you, Kamar, ever seen the documentary uh, Hot Coffee? Oh. Amazing documentary. Yeah, it's it might be one of my favorites. It starts off... Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's about the, the Bush and the... Um, you can't sue anyone or a corporation is not a person well, yeah, or something. It starts, it starts like off as the woman who sues McDonald's for, for the hot coffee, spilling Scalding. the yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it switches into like a tort, uh, That's tort it. law tort type of thing. And just how bought off everything is in U.S. politics. Well, and, and like, it's how major corporations make everyone sign. Uh, what is it? What's the fucking term? It's non-binding arbitration. So if you have a problem with the company, they hire the arbitrator and you have it out. You can't go to court with the company. The, the, the one in that hot coffee documentary is a woman that worked for Blackwater. Is that the company? The, the, the Blackwater or the uh, hired mercenaries? <clears throat> the hired mercenaries. Yeah, she worked for them and she got raped while she was overseas working for them. And she came back and she couldn't press charges because she had signed this... Uh, this arbitration thing. So they, they hired an arbitrator, the company, and they obviously sided with the company and said that there was nothing she could do. And she legally is now bound and stuck in her... Co- it's insane. But that was that was the big part of that too, is how companies can now make everyone sign these ridiculous things that basically take all your rights away. Well, and also the idea of companies being able to... Um put their money behind political uh, forces like their individuals, right? Yeah. Well, which and I think just, the other big makes part you want to be a company, which is bonkers. Well, no, and the other big part was no. Yeah, they crazy. also they <laughs> also want to be a company. They also had a big. They they then spent the next ten years smearing the hot coffee woman, saying that she was just trying to take advantage of the system, and then they made it. They then went to court and made it almost impossible for you to sue companies mm-hmm. for any sort of a malfeasance or anything like well, that. Well, with that hot coffee lady, I thought they gave her a certain amount of money or maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it wasn't that, but it was somebody else in this documentary. They gave them a certain amount of money. They wanted in the court, whatever it was, a hundred million dollars. And then the judge said, no, I think that's silly. You get 5 million. 
Well, don't thank forget, God for that judge. Don't forget too in the story yeah, the woman oh, it made too much noise and made it bad. Don't forget no, yeah, too they went the wrong way. The woman, uh, like you end up finding out that the hot coffee woman it was a terrible story. Like the coffee was like fifty degrees hotter than it should have been, and like when you see the photo of like the inside of her thighs and her ass, it's like. The most gruesome fucking scene yeah, ever. No well, Seinfeld does the whole thing on it, right? I when, don't remember. When Kramer... Uh, oh, yeah. Who told somebody? you to put a bomb on? Uh, <laughs> I didn't tell you to put a bomb, bomb on. on? Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, the best Jackie. character, eh? Jackie Child. Yeah. When you consider the car companies fought seatbelt laws... Yeah, of course. You know where corporations they fight, are at. They fight everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they dirt, want less. They play yeah. dirty pool. And that goes back to the libertarian thing. Is Right. You always sit there and it's like, no, no, the market will work it out. It's like... No, the market absolutely will do everything in its power to cut every fucking corner possible. And I would prefer that we had less government. I just don't think it's realistic to assume that well, any sort of industry, like who was the guy a couple of weeks ago that was like, yeah, but they're not going to put a price the on the living, environment. Then, you're, then the li- you're assuming that the government is somehow patrolling them. They ain't doing hope, shit either. Yes, that's your hope. Is that No, the but they're in bed with each other. So that's the libertarian would assume that those connections are now gone. What that's I'm right. saying though <laughs> is that it, it, it absolutely doesn't solve the problem. We know this. Not to mention- We like, don't know. But it, it doesn't, but it goes a lot farther than what we have now now towards solving the problem like say what you want about libertarians i'm sure companies would regulate themselves for less government but the problem then becomes you get entangled with these companies that are like oh the market will work it out and in Mm -hmm. reality the market never works it out like i was saying that guy talked about a few weeks ago he was like no one puts a price on the environment no company ever puts a price on the environment because you no one owns it so guess what the environment gets fucked over and over again and that's what we've seen time and time again same thing too. Like the mob runs a lot of these industries still to this day, even though the government's in place. So I don't know. Let's move on. Mike the, Baker. These guys didn't talk about that. No, I'm just, I'm um, just off on a rant. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm done. All right. So sort of. Oh, is, last thing. Oh. Sorry. Um, Cause we just kind of talked about um, JFK. Because he didn't want to talk about it, but what exactly he, what he said he was very interested in was MLK. Yeah, Martin Luther King. The, the, yeah. the whole the assassination deflect. of Martin the, Luther King. It was it was the it was the but it, make, it makes me want to look into Switch that a little Mark. bit because uh, he seemed to think there were huge problems with that. Well, he was just saying the guy was downtrodden and then got his shit together to kill him or whatever. But he, that was a deflection from the real question Joe asked. I thought that was very telling. <laughs> So you think he was Kamar like, somehow getting out of talking that about ruined, JFK? Yeah. That ruined him for the whole... Th- uh, yeah. Kamar thinks that he had some inside JFK knowledge. You think knowledge. he had inside that he wasn't telling Joe? No, he, he told him, no, I think it's just a bullet. Like, you can, sh- you can make that shot. No, he... Was he Joe the one talking talked about, about others two Oswalds? No, that's, oh, that's no, a deep when, conspiracy. When Joe, when Joe was talking about the magic bullet, he was saying, yeah, that's the one part that I could probably get behind is there was a problem with the bullet. Yeah. But as far as like making the shot goes, he was okay. But Joe doesn't contend that that was an impossible shot either. Are you, Joe said he could make that shot with a bow. Well, there you go. These conspiracy theories have gone so crazy. I don't even know what I think anymore. Now something that, you know I've, what? I've, I've you just said in, there were been, two old Oswalds, like from what? Two different times? No, there was, somehow a, there was a Harvey and a Lee. Now I really. Oswald. There's a Har and a, a, a Harvey Harv- Oswald and a Lee Oswald. And a Lee Harvey Oswald. No, yeah. a Harvey Oswald and a Lee Oswald. Lee Harvey Jr. Like they made up the name. Oh my god! But no, I, this is deep stuff. But which one of these guys went or did not go to the moon? 
Hold on. Neither. Before I forget, now I really Never. want now I really want Ever. Joe to get on his bow hunting screen, JFK driving down the street, and I mm-hmm. want to see if he can He can do it. Oh fuck, we should totally suggest that. He can do that too. They have the technology. That, Jamie should can do, it. do that. That's what's gonna get us in touch with Jamie. We should do it. That's a fucking brilliant idea. I want to see if Joe can make that shot with yeah. a bow. He claimed he could. Let's see it. I wonder if he would. We're putting All it right, out Joe there, Rogan. Joe. Right now. <laughs> yeah. First challenge. All right, let's move on. Mike Tyson, twelve twenty-seven, the champ. So Mike Baker, was he conspiracy or was he? he was oh wait, we didn't rate guy, it, right? I think he was a, th- a three. I think I he like was. He I think he was a cover-up guy. You cover like up like okay, yeah, yeah. So Mike Baker as a human being, rate him. I'm not. Ra- I'm not doing this. Rate him. One, three, two and a half. He was very appreciative of Joe's performance in his hometown. All right. What do you? Yeah, he was really sucking his <laughs> dick there. Yeah. What? Uh, what do you give this episode out of five, Jamies? Simon, I give this episode a three point seven. I found it a four till he got to Kennedy, and then that went Can't crazy. Tell so me how to rate my shows, man. No, I can't. Uh, I'll give it a two point five. Yeah, there you go. Well, and then you go and rate it the same way. So there you go. Halves that happens, man. What's wrong with you? All right, twelve twenty-seven. Mike Tyson, former heavyweight champ, youngest heavyweight champ, and ever. briefly Tom Segura. <clears throat> and briefly Tom Segura. That was actually great. Um. I'm going to start with some housekeeping here. I, I said I w- was probably not going to be too interested in this episode. I thought it was a decent episode. Uh, I thought it was a good episode, actually. And uh, did you listen to the whole thing? Like even Joe's rant after Mike Tyson left, Kamar? Maybe not. Not that you say it. No? Okay. Because if you listened all the way to the end on the podcast, maybe did you watch on YouTube or listen to the podcast? I listen to the podcast. So on the podcast, after they, they cut, he goes into this long uh speech about how he feels like he's like you know i got a better better understanding of like why mike tyson is the way he is and like all the hardships he went through as a kid and i think he did pay his bet his debt to society and you know i think he's just genuinely trying to be a good person now and i gotta say after listening to the podcast i you know i went into this and said to you guys i was like i don't know why he has a fucking former rapist mm-hmm. on and i think it's about, okay okay you know i'll sit here and say Simon, i'd love one of those um I'll sit here and say, like, I, I agree with Joe. I think, you know, I don't, you know, hearing what happened to him as a kid, he obviously had a shitty upbringing and he, you know, he obviously is like, you know, I don't think he's necessarily all there, which I'll get to. Um, and I think he just, he had it rough and he was surrounded by people that probably didn't have his best interests in mind. And, you know, I give him. Uh, he's manipulated. For all oh, 100%. 100%. Um, it was a great episode, though. I would definitely, this was the episode probably of the week for me. Great episode. I want to go to the Tyson Ranch so bad when it opens. Opening soon. No, it's opening in like three years. Yeah, well, you know, I love Mike Tyson. 2022. So I, I love Mike Tyson and I felt he did horrible things and he paid his debt into society and like, it's like the case of what, what can you do? You got to give him another chance. And, you know, if he did something horrible, maybe you have to throw the book at him. But so was Joe not alive? Sorry, come here. Was I mean, I love that. I love that Tom Segura. Come here, buddy. I love that Tom Segura was on for the first like 20 minutes. That was fucking fanboy. And that was hilarious. Was well, Joe, just especially because then you find out that they, that he really did have that interaction with him. Like, oh, he that's why he was there. Right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Just to be <laughs> like, like, no, Mike, was, yeah, yeah. Was Joe not allowed to talk about certain things? I wouldn't they say that never, he wasn't allowed. I don't just, think so. I don't think it went there. I felt organic to me. I just he, feel like he Joe... He never even said the word jail. Like, go back, listen to the whole thing. Prison. I feel... Thor, prison, jail. He never says it. He alludes to him being there, 
but he those words never come out of his mouth. I think that's just weird. You think he was conscious? Like you're talking to a guy who's been to prison. That in discussion that comes up. I think he was. What was in, it like? Okay, or whatever. So Mike Tyson was in jail like 25 years ago, and obviously it's something that he wants to put behind him. And I think Joe just. I don't know. Maybe he was trying to take it from a positive. If I'm like, interviewing, well if I'm now. interviewing Mike Tyson as a total Mike Tyson fanboy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Two of my questions are: How many people tried to fight you in prison, and how many people try and fight you every day normally in bars? You know what I mean? Joe I asked neither answer, of those well, things. Okay, I would assume the answer was zero. People tried to fight him in jail. Okay, I think that that is not the case. But I would love oh, to have story. known the answer. That's very interesting. I bet people would again would fuck with Mike Tyson. I'm not saying Joe was like a pussy. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying like maybe it's understood when you interview Mike Tyson that that's not talked about. Well, that's, like I said in last week's episode, like I've seen him in many interviews when it gets brought up, and he's immediately wicked hostile. So, so sorry. I assume the assumption, like you're saying, is yeah, I'm just not going to. Why bring this up? And it, instead of being hostile, he was 100% dog. You know what I mean? So I don't think. Well, DMT had a lot to do with that. Well, that brings me to my point. I want to bring up is uh, that's why that's why I think you need to uh, to help you deal with death better, Simon. There's only one thing I want to bring up: Mike Tyson's laugh. <laughs> a little bit. That was close. I had honestly never heard him genuinely laugh, and I was simultaneously scared and intrigued at the same time. He laughs like a child who's been alive for 50 <laughs> years and has murdered someone every day of those 50 years. His laugh, and I have it queued up and we're going to play it, but first I'm going to try to do it to the best of my ability. It's somewhat like this. <laughs> like it's such, it's, if I was, I would assume it's what Pennywise sounded like, like had I never ever seen any of the movies, but it is the most heinous fucking laugh possible. The hold big on, developed on. a taste for blood. That was part uh, of it. It's because like they all, everybody knew you were this tough guy, but they, right. they made it through. The people we love, like names, and we brought them to the show. And so when we started, they started laughing. Everybody started laughing. I ran to my right wife. I ran off to the baby. What's going on? Is everything okay? You know, I, I, I didn't want the show to be a f comedy. It turned out right. to be a comedy. It was supposed <laughs> to be a hard, gritty show about a tough guy right. that made it through his toughness. And it just came up. I mean, just talking about myself, how much a smuck I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> And I loved it. Well, I think that was part uh, of it. It's because like they all. It is the most heinous laugh you've ever heard. I honestly, it's amazing. <laughs> it's fucking unreal. If it wasn't so good, I'd give you shit for now. Bring it back clips because you were the anti-clip guy because we don't do clips no, on the Joe Rogan experience that, experience. So. That had to be done. I'm sorry. I think we got to bring clips back, guys. No. Oh, shit on me. Piss on me. I'm not <laughs> Fuck me. That was a great clip. Either way, I just had to play Mike Tyson laughing because that, to me, was the best part. Other than him talking about why he got a tiger, yeah, that was a, that was a great story. Just he's in he's in another place, man. He was tra yeah, tra trading cars for horses, trading cars for pets. <laughs> it was horses at first, for and then I came to him and I was like, "I got some cars. I'd like a horse." And then he was like, "I got tigers and baby cubs." Yeah, that's funny. I got cars. I'd like a horse, <laughs> yeah, dude. What the fuck? I feel like after watching this, Joe Rogan could take Mike Tyson. Do you just told you? Oh, we're gonna get back to DMT in two seconds, okay, Kamar? Do you think that, um, like, did you believe Tyson's sincerity when he was talking about like all the mistakes he made? 
In regards to what? Just talking about memory? He was just talking about all the, you know, just his past, all the mistakes. Violence against women, raping, past. all that stuff. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't actually say what they were. But well, even but biting off a Vanderholyfield's Vander ear. Just about his past yeah. being, you do. And do you owe that all to the DMT? The change? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you I know, do. when you described to me the first time you did DMT and oh. I was trying to get it out of you, and this is what Kamar said to me. He said, it's all love, man. Yeah. The whole world is love. It's just all love. And I said, you are such a fucking retard. But meanwhile, I've heard that now from like multiple people. But it's, it's more the energy is love. No, that I, keeps the universe together. I get it. But just because you can't describe it. Can't describe it. Not you. It's the most beautiful thing. Everyone, mm -hmm. because it seems to be un indescribable, mm -hmm. that seems to be the definition that a lot of people give, mm -hmm. that it's just love. It's all yeah. just love. Well, yeah, isn't man. love kind of undescribable? Yeah. In and, a way? That, and that's why it is. I knew, I knew when I tried to describe it like that, I was like, this is going to sound so corny, but... It's the only way I could describe it is yeah. like rational. Well, and that's what I thought when you said it. I thought, yeah, this is just. And even the times that I've done corny. it and it hasn't been good or, or they've been like, you're not ready yet. It's still with love. Hold on though, Simon. I also think you're, you're not giving age any, uh, any of its dues. Like Mike Tyson, like Kamar said, was like 18, 19 when he was the champ and doing all this wild shit. Like he's now, you know. And drunk. Probably close he, to 50. He was a drunk. So, like, he's now what a What do you mean? He he wasn't that young. I, he was doing wild shit when he was tattooing his face, when he was biting off of Vander Holyfield's ear. He was uh, an old dude. Sure, okay, point, but... He okay, partied but, the night of the Boston wait, Douglas just, fight. again, you're a different person at 30 than you are when you're 20. You're a different person at 40 than you were when you're 30. You know what I'm saying? Like Th This guy, obviously, I mean... Hopefully, weed had something to do with it. But that was the other thing I was. He bring went up. through a fucking obviously like a radical transformation. I think he's just grown as a person. Well, again, and put all that. All, he's he's been the most ferocious man on the planet. He never has to revisit that again. I mean, so we just, don't we don't know what he was like because he only did this DMT like six months ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, if he was on the well, no. Have you seen his cartoon? Like it's funny. We no, but I'm just saying, if a year ago or two years ago would be better if he was like, you know, much yeah, different it, than he is. This today. was a short. Listen, this was I, a short interview. I guarantee you, DMT or not, Mike Tyson still has a fucking short fuse. And I guarantee you, like, if you said or did the wrong thing to him, he still throws a fucking haymaker. I think it'd be pushed to do. Well, it, I like how he says that the weed levels him out. Because mm -hmm. that's how I feel too. Hundred you know? percent. When he said that, I was like, "Yeah, yeah Mike." Otherwise, you'd you be the, me, Mike. Otherwise, yeah. you'd be the champion of the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, otherwise, I'd be biting people's ears off. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I feel that. <coughs> um, so Excuse he me. talks briefly about Robin Givens um, smashing his car into. Yeah, when he had to give the Bentley away. Yeah, and then he gives the Bentley away to the, to cop. the cop. But then he then goes right home like, That's and, my fucking and car. calls yeah. and gets the Bentley given back to him. That was a funny story. Classic. But that was good. I can remember like um, him being married to Robin Givens. Like I can remember that and how crazy that all was. It and, was. Like, every week there was some new headline about some stupid Domestic thing that abuse. had gone on yeah, at yeah. the house yeah it was like because he was so big man so famous mike mike tyson crossed so many yep. boundaries like yeah, he was like my the mother giant. knew every bar was packed when he fought. my mother yeah. knew who mike tyson was mm -hmm. 
by sight. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't know any. I'm just saying he wasn't. He also he was on, so famous. Hold on though, wasn't most he, famous person? Wasn't in the world. he also part of that cartoon with like Michael Jordan, Jordan Wayne yeah. Gretzky, the superstars or whatever it was? Am I wrong though? Was he one of them? I can't confirm. I don't know. I? I don't remember if he was on it or not. I remember him being a cartoon. Maybe it's because so. he has a cartoon now that no, I'm no, thinking no. about it. But he I, did have a cartoon back I, then, did I he think, not? I don't know if it was that cartoon, though. We'll have to check that and we'll... But just while we're on that, that was a wicked cartoon, man. The one with Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. I think it was called The Superstars or remember. Superstars. Superstars of Saturday Morning. I don't remember. He was I just, just the baddest that, man on the planet. Yeah, Mike Tyson was, for sure. Yeah, Mike Tyson was something else, man. Something else. You know what's crazy? This is this isn't Mike Tyson, but when he because he fights Rockman, um, I think he loses to Rockman, doesn't he? No, he only lost one fight, didn't he? No, he loses to Buster Douglas. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, it I was think only Buster I lo- Douglas. No, no, and then I, Holyfield, Holyfield. He bit his ear off because that's a disqualification. Well, Rockman was the champ at one point. Anyways. Did you guys ever see that fight where he gets that hematoma on his Giant head? fucking ostrich egg. And it looks like yeah. an alien is coming out of his forehead. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And that's all just fluid. Yeah. No, Mike Tyson was a gentleman. It was a very interesting, introspective conversation. So he had the, the tigers ever since they were babies. And that's the only way. I, I mean, he I, had two generations of them. I would... Yeah, I would never have a wild animal, but if I did, that would be the only way I would do it. Because you feel you'd have a connection. At least you would have some chance of it. Dude, imagine just getting a full-grown, like, eight-year-old tiger just plopped in your driveway. Fuck that. Well, this is what I'm saying. I also love, too, how Mike's attitude wasn't just like, I'm going to have a tiger in my backyard. He was like, all my friends were like, imagine I have a Lamborghini, and then you have, like, a tiger in your (laughs) foot. Yeah! Like... Yeah, no. And I, money uh, to feed said tiger. Because that's when you become. Dude, this is, something they, this is something they didn't talk about. I don't know if you know this. Mike Tyson bought a Lamborghini and he had the engine removed and dipped in gold. <laughs> that's how fucking ridiculous oh, yeah, he was. With he, his money. he used to spend. There's some crazy stat Mark, about the amount of money he spent he on gardening for all his house houses a year. Oh, it I was like. Insane. It was something. But you know what? Rich people always have wild stats like that. Well, he had so many houses too. Like he was just, and people were taking advantage of him. And he was just, uh, it was. Oh, fuck. he was probably and bleeding he had money. So much money. Bleeding like at money. At one point, sure. he had so much money. Must have been crazy, man. He's doing well now, man. Have it's, you ever it's seen? Amazing story ever. Have you ever seen that guy? Just back to the animals for a second. The that Russian dude who owns that giant fucking grizzly bear. And he just like is nuzzling up to the. You've never yeah, seen that Khabib on YouTube. Yeah, Khabib no, no, that's his dad. <laughs> Do you know that Pablo Escobar? Speaking of rich people spending stupid amounts of money, Pablo Escobar used to have to spend twelve hundred dollars a week on elastic bands for money. Why? Oh, to wrap around the money. Isn't that insane? Think of how many elastic bands twelve hundred dollars will buy you. You would think that he would just be using. You think he just start an elastic band factory? No, he was killing so many people. He could have been using their um, skin, human skin. Not skin. There's something like uh, you know how you use cat gut to string oh, tennis Jesus. rackets. I'm sure you could use human gut to tie up the money. And wow, he'd be I don't the, the guy to do it ever. He's a Pablo. I'm, well, I'm the right guy to be. 
to, to hire if you need to cut your costs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pig had blood, the taste of blood. <laughs> I, I, I was wondering, listen to the whole thing, if uh, Mike Tyson was punch drunk or not. Um, he seemed there. Oh, sorry. You no, know, he seemed pretty there considering. I think so, yeah. But I mean, he, he dished there, out a he... lot more punches than he actually got. Let's not forget that. He's Mike fucking Tyson. Mm-hmm. Hold on. You're also forgetting. He, I don't think he ever went more than like six rounds. The guy, yeah. like all his fights were like fucking two round enders. Any damage he has is from alcohol. <laughs> yeah, or drugs. How about that weed box though, man? Ugh. Joe got number two of however many there was i didn't 200 or 100 i didn't notice well i have a feeling mike was in la to get those boxes distributed made you know what i mean like well think about it he's on the joe rogan podcast joe has number two yeah well when you look back at his instagram though uh mike tyson excellent promotion uh, I feel like he was showing that box long before, but I, I was wondering, who do you think has box number one? Him? That would make Don't sense, know. right? He would keep box mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that thing looked amazing, and mm-hmm. it came with the rolled joints on the inside. Dude, it came with like rolled tie stick joints, like those rolled. Tons of stuff. Oh, oh, tons of same. stuff. Yeah, no, it looked amazing. He came bearing gifts. What a did, classic guy. Did we ever find out what else was in there? Like Joe kind of shows no, he just in opened the two drawers. No, just, no, no. I'd like to find out the total contents of that thing. I'm sure there's a website. It comes with a Mike Tyson autograph picture. There's a Reddit. Lot. There's a Reddit. I'd the like problem to, is, I'd like to is find like, that out. I'll find that out for but that, that um, his, sorry, go ahead. Problem. No, I was just going to say I'd fucking, that box would be empty in like yeah, a week. No shit. You know what I mean? And it's just a beautiful, but then I'm box. just putting all my weed in it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, just beautiful box. Each yeah, yeah. drawer would be a different type of weed. It would be perfect. Yeah. I'm you know, just saying. you know what to buy me for Christmas, buddy. Um, how much does one of those cost? $5,000 speaking. How long does it take for our rings to get here? Whose rings? The video game rings. Oh, they arrive uh, between January 24th and uh, February 8th, somewhere in between. There. Matt and I ordered these rings. So no, that Matt ordered. Fuck out of here. Matt and I saw these rings and Matt ordered them there. So when you're playing video games, you can, it's you can a clip ring. a joint into the ring. So it's a plastic ring. So you're not having your to finger. do this, you know, Kamar, where you hold the joint and mm-hmm. then play. So you can just bring the fucking mm-hmm. thing up. Look, we'll never use it, but it's a funny oh, idea. I'm You'll never use it. it. Sounds I'll like, use that. I don't play any It sounds like games. you guys are having a problem getting marijuana into your body. I am, on yeah. On a regular basis. If I could streamline this shit, it would be much easier. But uh, uh, So yeah, sorry. The right Tyson now. Ranch, um, just that idea, like forget his for a second. The idea of these marijuana getaways is the fucking best. Like if you told me you're going on vacation, but we are just going to cater it to the thing you want to do the most. Well, no, to me, it's like an all be like, yeah, that's a fucking vacation to me. It's like an all inclusive in Mexico, you know, but I don't drink. So like when Mary's like, let's go to an all inclusive. I'm like, why? That sounds like a nightmare. But if it was weed, all inclusive fucking sign. This is what I'm saying. You can't open one in Canada. Why not? Well, not, not in Ontario. Why not? Because you nope. I guess if you only if you only smoked outside, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd have to do all your vaping and stuff See, that's why I wish Nordique let you smoke. I wish Nordique let you smoke. This is the competition. One hot tub and doobies for everyone. But no, I I mean, that. Listen. Mars right, though. If you opened a Nordique spa that was weed friendly. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. The only problem is that's a Joe Rogan Rogan experience, experience idea number five. Timestamp it. (laughs) Timestamp it. Um,. Jesus, Simon, what is with you today? I don't know. Sorry, man. (laughs) 
He can't keep a fucking thought in his head. Well, because I got so excited over Kamar's fucking uh, weed ranch. Weed Kamar's ranch. weed ranch. No, why, why, why not? Let's start the Patreon. We should do it. In Everyone Nevada. gets a Hold membership. On. We should do it in Nevada because prostitution's legal there too. You could, <laughs> dude. It could be the let's, shit. Let's do a Kickstarter right now. I like to do that just out in the area. Just run a half a year. Oh, Ira. So. When I went to Europe years and years ago, we managed to smuggle some weed around with us from whoa, whoa. Uh, your butt. Whoa. from country to country. In your butt? No, not in my butt, you <laughs> fucking asshole. It's not fucking papillon or whatever. Um, anyways, point is, everything's better when you're high. Like, you know, when you're going and visiting. Because uh, So I went to Italy sober, mm-hmm. and then I did it all high. And I can tell you it was way better the latter. Yeah. Well, things are not good when you're low. Point is, if every country had the weed tour, I would just be much more inclined to get back on that plane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we got to do that because we want you to fly, Simon. Well, Kamara, I was telling Simon Monsanto Monsanto this week. uh, I'm like R. Kelly. I believe you can fly. Oh, oh shit! You are very much like R. Kelly. <laughs> Not because you I believe. Could see, I could see Kamar pissing on something. I believe you can fly. Sorry, go ahead, Monsanto. Mm-hmm. No, I was just saying. I was telling Simon this week that Monsanto just uh, patented a weed strain, which tells us most likely that they know something that the rest of us don't, which is that they're probably going to deschedulize marijuana in the states, most likely making it legal. Mm-hmm. And I said to Matt. New York is on board, New York State, and I think that's a really good sign towards the whole... Mm-hmm. No, the South is the problem. It's the conservative states that are the problem. Like, well, you, you would expect that New York would be pro-pot. But, they, but they weren't, and that was a problem, and now this new, uh, the new mayor is... I feel the whatever, fact that we got a new governor. I don't know how the fuck it works. I feel the there. fact that we got legalized here. I'm, I'm going to stop pushing, man. My work here is done. Weed's legal. Kamar's right, though. We just need to find someone who's got $30 million, and we could start this. I have land. We can start a small one. Yeah, let's do it. Tiny scale. I'm in. It'll be the JRE resort. I think Nordique Spa started with like just a few few fucking Mm -hmm. pools, man. Uh So Tyson says inconceivable. Inconceivable. It's one of the funniest moments ever. Yeah, pick a harder word when you have a lisp. Well, it's the perfect word for him. It sounds like the guy from- His life uh, is inconceivable. Princess Bride. Inconceivable. Changing 500. I had to rewind it because I thought, did he really say that? Or did I just want him to say it so much (laughs) that I heard it? But no, he said it. It's inconceivable. Um, The Kid Cudi. So they talk about Kid Cudi for something I don't remember why. Because of Kanye. Yeah. Oh, because of Kanye. Whatever. Um, Kanye's not But it just reminded me how high... That's my that's my conspiracy theory, Kamar. I was listening to you. We're listening. Sorry, I'm just gonna say this, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we're gonna talk about okay. that. Um, that podcast, he gets so high on that podcast. Oh yeah, it's it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. The, have well, you listened he gets to the highest one? when rappers come on. Action yeah, Bronson, he, he got Action really Rush high too. too. But this one, they're he's they're both so high that it's like they can't even have the a conversation. conversation. No, I know, yeah, they yeah. can't. They keep forgetting what it's they're talking number, about. Uh, Five fifty two. Don't go, back, don't go back to go and listen. Do Kid it. Cuddy's it's worth it just idiot. to hear it. Kid Cudi Okay, sucks. now talk about Kanye. Tell him your theory on Kanye. I just don't think he's coming on. Because mm-hmm. you have another kid? No, no. He's Did you hear? Again, I don't know if you heard it at the end of one of these podcasts. I think it was Mike Tyson. It's this one. Yeah, yeah it is this one. Joe says, he's like, uh, guys, don't worry. Uh, Kanye is coming on. 
He's just, I just got to calm him down about a few things. I talked to him on the phone today. He's a really good guy. He's a really nice guy. I think he's a little bit misunderstood, but he's a really great guy. And I just, after hearing that, I was like, I think this is just a big ploy from Kanye. Like, I don't think he's coming on. No like, way. You don't believe in Santa or something, man? What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's going to happen. There you go. You heard it here first from me. Kanye's never coming on. I think that Killer Michael be on any day now, though. That one I'm looking for. I feel like it's to. coming up, yeah. Because he'll like be on to promote sweet. his new. Uh, it's in the Zeitgeist documentary or because uh, well, of Netflix Trigger yeah. series. Trigger Trigger warnings, warnings, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch any of it, Kamar? Of Not yet, warnings, but no? after what you just said, I really want to watch that one. Which one? Cripcola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cripcola from Bompton. Don't watch the Cripcola. Watch the second one where he makes porno about um, carpentry. Don't tell me what to do. Okay, whatever. And watch number six, the one I haven't watched. I don't know. That's it. Are we done, Simon? No. Okay. Oh, sorry. Do, do well, you no, you looked. No, no, you looked finished. So I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I wasn't sure. I was. I have a couple other points. Yeah. No. Hit him. Uh, Fox Catcher. Have you guys seen that? Of course. Uh, so is that the movie? Joe's annoyed with that or movie. Or is though. that the documentary? He's talking about I the movie. I saw on Netflix. There's a. Well, there's a thirty for thirty on it as well. It's the movie. But they're talking about the the film, which upsets Joe. And Joe's just yeah, pissed because, because they took out Big part. Daddy Goodrich. Yeah. No, but uh, Simon, do you remember the accuracy? Simon, Big Daddy Goodrich is the guy. I showed you that clip of the dude in one of the first UFCs who gets the guy's leg in between or his arm in between his leg, and he's holding the other arm, and he just oh yeah, that's, that's crazy. Big Daddy Goodrich. Okay, and he's Canadian. Interesting. So that's why Joe's that's Joe's big contention is when he fought in the UFC, he fought Big Daddy Goodrich. Why didn't they just have him in the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to ask, is it worth me watching or... Uh, Steve Carell's pretty pretty good in it. It's, it's sad. I mean, if you know the story... Maybe not so much. Yeah, I mean... it's, it's it, And there's it's, it's a slow John L. movie, too. Yeah. Ruffalo's good in it, too, actually. Oh, that no, it's it. a good movie, but... There's it's good just, performances, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to watch. So they're going to make a Tyson movie with Jamie Foxx Obviously. as Tyson. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fucking crazy good, man. Mm-hmm. The greatest actor in the world. Jamie Foxx is amazing. Amazing. Yeah, he's, he's great. Like, they praised him in this podcast. Powerful Jamie Foxx. I'll Fox. praise him now. He's fucking amazing. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is good. And he stood up to Scientology. Good for him. Crazy bastards for living on yeah, a boat. Tell me you don't think Tom Cruise tried to... Uh, Fuck him in that collateral movie for sure. <laughs> well, Definitely try to that so weird? I was going to try, sure. try to get him into Scientology. Jamie, oh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jamie yeah. Foxx is banging Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Or was, yeah. No, I think they, they are now. Are they, they still? Nice. I thought they got married or something. Well, that's that's Jamie Foxx's revenge for Tom Cruise trying to fuck him on the collateral set. That'll learn your white boy. Or fucking him on the yeah. collateral set. Now, now I've got you, girl, Tom. What? Are, what's your other point there, Simon? You said you had a few. Oh, um... At that, the end, that was the iPad. At the end of um, the very end, right before he goes on his Kanye talk, uh, Mike Tyson says, all day. Did you hear that? Yeah. All day. Hilarious, <laughs> yes. man. I started oh, laughing. Yeah, yeah. Like the call back to the, the theme yeah, song. Yeah, to of the course, theme song. Yeah, it was so good, man. Hold on. We also all didn't day. talk. Wait a minute. <laughs> we also didn't talk at the beginning. It seems like Mike Tyson is very interested in things, but then it also seems like he has been living under a rock for 10 years. Like, he's like, John Jones, big John Jones fan. Love John but Jones. But didn't know there was a and fight. Then, and then Mike Tyson's like, yeah, he just, uh, or no, and then Joe's like, yeah, he just got the uh, heavyweight title back. And he's like, oh, he was fighting again? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. 
And he's like, oh, is the title vacant? And he's like, what the fuck? And there was something, there was some other, he, like. He knew about Khabib, though. He liked Khabib. Yeah, he what did he, like what Khabib, did he think yeah. But he doesn't like fighting anymore. Like, yeah, weird. Well, no, he explains it. I think that's it. Yeah, Feels man. like it's it. No, it was a nice, it, and it's a quick podcast. It's only like an yeah, it's hour, two hour hours. Hour, half. Uh, well, the, hour 45. Those so. ones always worry me, though. When I look at the time and I see they're short, I'm like, huh, I wanna why? S- I wanna why s- is it short? Did it, is it short because they had to be somewhere, which is one thing? It. Or is it short because, you know, it just naturally ran out, which then worries me a little bit? But I get it for a guy like Tyson. You know, you probably want him for like an hour and 30 minutes and well you no also longer, know you're not you know? gonna go deep on like mike how do you feel about trump like well personally i think it's yeah politics, no no but, you know, like i mean not- as deep as you were gonna go was when they were talking about ego yeah that was, as, that was huge uh, yeah well yeah and and sorry just that led me to a question do you think that you have your ego because other people g you up or do you think you have your ego because there's something inside of you that makes you feel better than other people? No, I think your ego's part of your conscience. Sorry to cut you off, Kamar. I think your ego's just part of your conscience. I think it's part and parcel. I don't think there. I don't. I don't think you can have consciousness without having an ego. Does that make sense? I ask mm-hmm. that a lot. Kamar, what do you think? I think the ego is uh, the sum. Um amount of feedback you get from every other human you deal with. So if they shit on you, it feeds your ego. Or or denser ego if they big you up you only have an ego because you have a thought of what everyone you know thinks of you even though you can never know what they really think of you let's you know in the few situations where so, someone does say so something here to you. so here's the question without it getting way too deep is um okay so let's just say you're an amazing artist okay mm-hmm but nobody's ever told you you're an amazing artist. So it, you make a painting and I come to you and I say, Kamar, that is fucking incredible. That's the best painting I've ever seen. I love that. That's going to make your ego get high because I just came and G'd you up. Mm-hmm. If nobody ever G's you up, but you still think that that thing is beautiful because that then feeds your ego. Do you see, do you see the difference? And is one of those more important than you the think other? That you could think so highly of yourself because something you did. Well, I the think, only you know about. I think that if if you're thinking you're great only because you think you're great, that's probably a sickness. And if you think you're great because other people are telling you you're great, that's probably more likely the case. But if you're no, born, think, like, if if you're born and you never interact with human beings, you die. That's it. Well, they do say that if a baby's that's born and no one ever... That's true. 100% it is, it is actually. They say, You need Simon. interaction that creates your ego from the beginning as a baby. People being nice uh, to you. Have you never seen the Jungle Book? Oh, my God. But uh, Simon, they... Oh, yeah, yeah. Simon. So that little baby grows up and with the wolves. Yeah, true story. With the wolves, not by themselves. Oh, I see. It doesn't have to be human beings. It just you, has to be something else. You get a different oh, ego Simon, from the animals. it's not a fucking... It's a fictional book. What is wrong with you? You're talking about Mowgli right now? I can go yeah, there, Simon. Mowgli. Okay, great. What I was going to say is this. What gets you out of bed in the morning? What makes us all do anything? It's the ego. Like I said, it's built into the consciousness as like a... What? Why are you going to do anything? But it's constantly in flux. Being healthy and unhealthy and perfect. And if a bunch of stuff goes down, your ego gets hurt. Like, fuck, I can't do anything right or whatever. Or, you know, everyone likes you. I'm doing, like, but you don't actually know what it is. You just have this sense, your barometer of where you're at with the relationships you have in your life, but you don't know. 
Now I want to know what the fucking dictionary definition. That's a of dictionary. Ego is. It's uh, one's uh, self thought of themselves, what they think of themselves. But uh, my argument is, you can only have that through feedback from other human beings. Well, and that's so uh, you're good or you're bad. And I don't think that's necessarily the case. That's fine. I think you can form those things. I agree that that is part of it, but I think part of it too is you know what you feel about yourself, regardless of what. But other why do you feel about yourself? Because may. Well, I, I'm just going back to you creating something that, Simon, you, that you love. But my point is you have to feel some sort of self-importance to get out of bed every day, to do anything. You have to feel like you're somewhat important. So without in, the ego, in, that's why I'm saying... you get out of bed because you have that, like, you feel like you have to. But we're yeah, establishing... But again, that's... But I'm, I'm saying that, that comes from a place of self-importance. You have to. It's important that I get out of bed. Otherwise, you would just fucking stay in bed correct but but well you get out of bed because but i'm you, just saying it's a mechanism of the consciousness that's what i'm ego saying isn't, yeah, ego I, is, I mean probably. ego isn't a bad word right no okay not necessarily unchecked i guess it ego just is ego word. it just is like it's i think that's what yeah I, yeah no no I, I i get it and mushrooms get rid of your ego you get that thing like everything's cool like uh, i'm cool like it's matter that's what Do you want to hear by the way it's a person's but dmt will help you deal with death i'm a sure person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance so there you go. And so you, you need, need to have to some self-esteem yeah. and you need to have some, some the, you need to feel somewhat important. My idea is that you, that is created and maintained by your interaction with human beings. Well, you are the uh, most important person in your story. Your movie. Your Everybody movie. is the most important person in their own story. You probably should be. Otherwise, well, unless there's some weird stalker and, <laughs> and that's, the person they're stalking. That's, that's weird to think about too, right? Like we're all, our stories are happening together right now. But we're all the main character in our story, and yet our stories are combined. Oh, it's, well, there's a famous it's old a lot to think about, man. Isn't there a famous old Shakespeare quote about that? We're all just playwrights living out our. Oh, now I gotta pull it up. Fuck yeah, I, I'd get the quote down before players, you pull out players and the wrote. stage. Uh, Kamar, you want to plug everything while I look this up? Okay, guys. Hey, yeah, that was it. Mike Tyson. Are we done with Mike oh, Tyson? Yeah, yeah, we are. Rate it. Everyone World rate it. champ. I give, my, I give Tyson a five as a person in the podcast, a, a four, because some of the things that Simon, All day. Um, uh, Simon uh, said, I totally agree with about um, how he talked about fights in prisons or whatever. You, you left the class and left him in charge? Yeah. Just while I look this up. Why not Simon take over while I'm looking this up? Well, you're doing notes and shit. Here, I'll just say it and then I'll take back over. All the world's a stage and all the men and women are merely players. They all have exits and their entrances. And one man in his time plays many parts. His act being seven ages. At first, the infant mewling and puking in the nurse's arms. The last part, not so much, but you get what I'm saying. I got it. Okay, Kamar, just plug the shit. Who the cares? Pig well, no, wait. I developed the a taste <laughs> for blood. It's still bad. Still terrible. terrible. Still terrible. I mean, way better than the first one. I wish we could compare the two. This pig developed a taste for blood. The first These one was more like. are making me thirsty. This pig and the blood. Oh, thank you so much for listening, everyone around no, no, the world. No, no, no. What do you rate Mike Tyson? Oh, James? oh five. he did it. Five. You give it a five. I started. No, no, no. Wow. He gives Mike Tyson. I give oh, Mike five. Tyson a five. Then okay. uh, you. What do you rate the episode? <laughs> Three and a half. I, I want it to be longer, more stuff, but I really, I like, I already like Mike Tyson going in, so it just confirmed my bias. Simon, I give Mike Tyson as a person a um, a four. 
okay. because I feel like he's really trying to become better. Mm-hmm. And high praise for next rape is like <laughs> from all parties here. This is and um, as the episode, I give it a a four. Also, I just I wish that he gave it a three and a half. So. I wish Joe I wanted a four, but your glaring eyes. I was like, ah. I really wish eyes. Joe had asked the hard hitting question about who wants to fight him. That's a little shitty of you, but yeah, I wanted here too, so I'm shitty. Uh, I give it three and a half. I mean, I didn't. Sorry. No, no, that's it. I give and it three him? and a half. I'm not taking part in that. Okay. You know what? Rate him, please. Matt. No, I'm not rating you him. You know what? You're you're <clears throat> you're a very stubborn individual. All right. Um, that was this week. We're done. Okay. No, so what else do you no, have to no, say? No, no, no. We're done. Fine. No, no, no. I, I don't, you know what? I don't even remember what I was going to say. I knew it's, that was coming up. done. Unless I can get it out right away, then it's, it's not lost. Coming out. Okay. Yeah. I apologize. We need to get you a note for your notes. A note for my notes. Got yeah. it. Um, all right, Kamar, you can plug all the socials and everything. You playing anywhere this week? No. No. Oh, okay. uh, I'm so quitting comedy. Uh, the podcast is going so well. Uh, thank you to all the listeners around the world. Everyone, I mean... You've helped make this a phenomenon. Uh, if you want to email us or send me dick pics, send them to uh, jree at gmail.com. Nope. J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com. Yep. That's J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram, Kamar? Yeah. I actually uh, I got to do a favor for my sister this episode. <laughs> That's what we were waiting for this whole time. Uh, if anyone can follow at 107 4th Avenue Wine Bar, my sister's trying to get a Instagram pop and that'd be cool. You can find me at Kamar Babar. You can also follow us on Twitter now. I said, where did you find, where can you find the show on Instagram, Kamar? And then you plugged a fucking free sponsor. Like, what is going on here? This well, is all unraveling. I thought we were the free sponsor. All right, here, I'll do it. You can follow the show on Instagram, J-R-E-E podcast on Instagram. Please follow us. I like to post photos of celebrities not looking their greatest. Uh, you can follow Kamar at Kamar Babar. Uh, don't follow Simon anywhere. You can follow us on Twitter. What are we? At J-R-E-E podcast? No, I didn't do a good job with that either. It's the Joe Rogan EXP1. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I want you guys to find out like this. We'll have to work on but that. Funny story. I, start, I, I followed this porn star. And she was like, I was having a really shitty day. And this is just what I needed. And then some guy went, it's a fake. And I wrote, um, it's actually not a fake, but it's not the real Joe Rogan. So the sentiments remains the same. So hopefully, oh, she thought it was Joe Rogan. She was pretty stoked. Yeah, we met her. Oh, there. Well. I think she was. She was contemplating suicide, and then she saw the Joe Rogan experience. Experience, uh, shut her out. I just added everyone I liked. Whatever, man. I, it's called the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience, but then they generated the. Why the would you Joe let them Rogan generate it? EXP1, because I don't know technology, man. Oh, my God. I, I was, totally I was trying, could have done this. I was, right. Yeah, you totally should have done that. Be I like, totally Kamar, fire up the yeah. Twitter. So that's what happens. Okay, Kamar. Simon looks like that fucking shocked hamster right now. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we were going to be millionaires, but Kamar fucked up the Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> Unreal. All right. Well, Guys, thank, thank you. you so much for listening. Thanks yeah, for we listening. We really appreciate everybody. it. Um, we will see you next week. Shalom. And uh, yeah. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye. Salam's legacy.